All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keeps those prices rolling. You didn't know your brother's a yag. Yeah, so y'all just not going to jump in there with I suspected. So what is Yag again? Don't worry about it. You know it is because you are one. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mike Bullion. This is episode 55 of the EBS Podcast. I'm here with the crew, OB1. What up? It's your boy, OB1, on the mic. How are everybody doing? Ike the Great. It's good people. And a long-time listener, first-time caller, Young Buck. What's going on? What's good, guys? How was y'all week? How was y'all weekend? How's everything going? Like, no, man, it's been good. Been a good week. Busy week chilling back in the studio laying down another track <laughs> when, when that single coming out yo just put a beat on man put a beat on young buck how was your weekend man it was cool um felt like it went by mad quickly though. oh really yeah, yeah. like i opened my eyes on sunday yeah i feel like that every weekend honestly except for last weekend and i think that was probably because it was a three-day weekend well, oh, never mind. I was going to say we got a holiday coming up this week at least, but <laughs> no, we I guess that's not to the following week. Right. Thank you, Great. How was your weekend, sir? It's cool. It was cool. Went out to Charlotte. <clears throat> this time around, I actually flew out because flights were like mad cheap. I was going to ask you, did you drive? You nah, out. man. I found round, round trip flights for like 80 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad <laughs> yeah, we like, yeah, fuck oh, that. Oh, Frontier? Huh? I know. American. Oh, oh. American. I was gonna say Southwest was doing a deal. I don't know when you bought your ticket, but they was doing a mean deal. Like two weeks ago, but it was like basic economy too. Uh, but now basic economy, at least on American, lets you bring in a carry on. Yeah, but it's still bullshit. It used to right? be only a personal item. No, nah, I was able like so. It's like most people were flying like basic economy, so everybody's in like zone nine, which is the last zone, and I just positioned myself to be the first person of zone nine to get there. And I was able to find overhead bin space and all that good shit. So I got an aisle seat. My yeah. wife had an aisle seat. Shit actually worked out. <laughs> you know, I, was, you, I wasn't mad at it. You ain't sitting next to your wife? Nah, nah. We nah. That shit don't work. <laughs> oh, you can't sit next to. Her? Well, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, let, let me get this clear. Y'all, y'all don't usually sit next to each other. I mean, we do, but that shit don't work. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? She wants to put me in the middle. I'm like, I'm uh, not sitting in the middle. You know, I don't understand that. My wife did that sometimes. Put me in the middle? Are you are you crazy? I'm freaking six foot yeah. three and a half, two hundred and sixty okay. pounds. And you want to put me in the a, middle? In a in a three seat section. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to put me in the middle? Yeah. yeah why, no. Why? Why would she? Because I like to sit in the uh, in the window because right. I hit the aisle. I hit right. the aisle because my shoulders are too damn broad. Right, right. And when anybody walks past, they just bump me the yeah. entire time. But why does she? So why don't she sit in the middle? Because she hates the fact that when she sits in the middle and there's somebody next to her, they're always like uh, over. All on her. Yeah, in her own space. Oh, so you're the buffer. She wants to make me the buffer, but I'm just like. <laughs> and then she sits in the middle and then she's all up in my space. Right. <laughs> like, like she might as well that, just sit on your lap. She's the one that actually starts encroaching in my space. I'm like, listen, I need my arm. Like, I need my right arm. I need my right. left arm. Like, yo, get, let me breathe a little bit. Right. So, so this time around, because it's basic economy, they pick the seats. Right, so they pick it when you check in. All the middle seats were gone. We thank the Lord. So they just put us both. <laughs> they put us both in like our seats right next is, to each that other. That is surprising, uh, right? Okay. In like the front of the plane too, so it's like more leg room. I'm like, yo, this shit is kind of lit until it doesn't actually sure work out for me. Economy? Yes. Uh, okay. 
until it doesn't work out for me, this is lit. Because everybody else buys regular tickets and they get to pick their seats and yeah. everybody picks the seats that are not that are like no cost. So what really happens is That's like true, the basic right? economy people, the only seats that are left are the costly sit- seats. Which are the good seats. Which are the good seats. Yeah. And they just give it to them. Like, oh, well, it's available. Here you go. Like, they're, I don't even know why they think this this concept works. Because they're actually losing money. But. I don't know, man. That's why you got to fly Southwest. <laughs> you know, whatever. Southwest does it. Pick your, they pick your seat as well, right? No. No, actually, no, no, no you, they, pick your, you pick, pick your, your seat. seat. That's right. That's right. That's right. I just saved $400. I bought a ticket. It was 800 They had a sale. I went, repurchased it, and got $400 back. Like I used for another truck oh, with Southwest. Dope. That's dope. Hell yeah. So that's nice that y'all. So that was my weekend. I only told you about the first two hours, but you know, whatever. Yeah. That, was, that was, <laughs> sounds pretty exciting. Figuring out <laughs> seating arrangements in the, on nah, the plane. Just, just you know, kind of in the airline industry. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. My weekend was pretty low key. You know, just chilling. You know. So yeah. Where you guys want to start? Whatever you want to, boss. The fuck was that? Hmm. All right, let's talk about you know what's. Everybody's talking about it in the sports world, and that's Colin Kaepernick and his opportunity to try out for the NFL and uh, executives. What is it, 32 teams? So, apparently, I think it was on Tuesday, there was a letter sent out, which was to me was kind of fishy because from what I read, the NFL reached out to a couple people in the media and said, hey, um, you should be here like around two, let's just say, because uh, we have a big announcement. And that announcement was, hey, uh, we are inviting Colin Kaepernick to come out to one of our facilities and, you know, work out for the teams to see him. Now, the thing about it that makes it um, interesting for me is normally those type of workouts are done on Tuesday. This one was done on Saturday. And to top it all off, Colin Kaepernick at the last minute decided to throw another monkey wrench in there um, and decided he was not going to work out at their facility. He was going to work out at his own facility to give transparency, transparency to, you know, all the people around the world that are taking notice of what's going on. So I would ask you guys, based on all of that, and, you know, we've had this conversation back and forth. I even actually said that I was going to stop talking about Colin, but <laughs> then this happened. And you were so hyped. Yeah. Talk about Colin. Yeah. So uh, before I, I give my thoughts, I just want to hear you guys' thoughts. Nah, you give your thought. You Mr. You Mr. Colin Kaepernick. Yes, I am. Well, yeah. So um, Actually, he's more like Eric Reed. <laughs> his lackey. Oh, uh, you're a hater. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my thoughts. Well, I, I didn't feel like the NFL was being authentic in the way they did this. Um, I thought it wasn't enough time, enough notice for the teams or even Colin Kaepernick to prepare. But like, you know, Colin's always said he's always been prepared. So I thought it was cool that he even with everything that was going on, um, he was going to do the, the tryout. Now, you know, what else had me thinking like this wasn't authentic was the fact that he had a, a few things that he requested and they said no to pretty much everything. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've i gone back and forth in my mind about it, but I think I'm cool with Colin Kaepernick deciding to, at the last minute, take this into his hand and say, hey, you know what, to give full transparency, um, I'm going to change, you know, the location of where this is happening. Um I, I think I don't have a problem with that. And not only that, you know, they said eight teams came out and still checked him out regardless um, of where it was. So I, I think. Wait. So, and I know the initial report said about 25 teams were coming. Correct. So when he changed the location. Only eight came. 
Yeah. 17 dropped out. Yes. No, 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 no. They didn't drop out? 25 showed up. Okay. Per reports, 25 showed up to the location NFL had picked. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The main location, which was... Eight, eight teams were able to... Go an hour away, because it was an hour away from... Go an hour away and make it to that location. Actually, it was at the the um, Atlanta Falcons facility. Initial... Yeah. The yeah. initial location, yeah. and all the teams went there, but Colin wasn't there. Yeah, he, he threw a monkey wrench three hours before. Okay. Yeah. So I guess for me, what I'm saying is this: I'm cool with him doing things on his own terms, especially since the NFL is not trying to work with him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, um, I, I mean, I guess it should be a give and take, but no one's no one's giving anything at all. You know well, what I mean? Like, can you can we really say this is authentic? I have a question as to what transparency he was trying to. <clears throat> well, they show. wanted to be private. He said he wants to bring in the media so they can see that, I guess, uh, you know, this was actually happening, see his performance, how he looked. Because the last thing you want is to have a private workout. You don't get picked up by any team in the NFL. Say, well, you know, he had his private workout, but he didn't look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, no. He wanted, he wanted full full disclosure. Exactly. Because, you know, the narrative, he wanted to control the narrative. Exactly. Because he knows that if he does that private workout, nobody sees it. It was like, well, he didn't really work out well, so we couldn't really. I get that. Mm, on another, on. On, I mean, I get that. I could understand why he would want to do that because if those were his uh, reasons, he was like, listen, this has been a thing that was drawn out in the public. Let's fix, let's show the world in the public what you guys have been saying that I'm not good, I'm not this, I'm not that, whatever the case is. I I am betting on myself and I know that I'm fully capable of delivering. Right. I don't mind publicizing this event and yep. they said they couldn't publicize it now. It's probably because it was in the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, facility. facility, and they probably do have situations around who can come in and who can't, especially if it's the NFL is involved, right? Because if it's like a act, like a musical act that's doing something in in the arena, if it's a musical act doing something in the arena, they're yeah. not really going to care about you know who's in there, media rights and all that right, stuff. I'm right. pretty sure even with that, they still have to go through certain things. But I think the fact that it was the NFL doing it. They were like, yeah, no, we have to control the narrative. And I can understand why Colin didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't like that either. Having gone through all the shit that I went through. Exactly. Now, now. I think <laughs> he hurt his he hurt himself. He yeah, hurt his chances. He might have. Yeah. If twenty five teams out of those twenty five teams, seventeen teams went to the NFL facility and he wasn't there and only eight teams went went to where the one hour spot was where the spot was an hour away. He reduced well, I mean, his his, so his uh, visibility. It, it it makes me want to ask the question: Does Colin Kaepernick really want to be in the NFL? Oh, here we go with that bullshit. I think he's made it clear. I don't think he. I don't. I don't. I don't think he has because I think this opportunity was for him to come and show himself to the NFL teams, NFL owners, to see whether or not he can still play in the NFL. That's what this opportunity was about. At the end of the day, it seems like based off of this move and the statements he made afterwards, it wasn't it was it was less about an opportunity for Colin and more about, I think, an opportunity for Colin, an opportunity for Colin, <laughs> as opposed to that's not for getting in the NFL, well, but for the, the question what him. his cause is yeah. and getting more attention towards him and what he's been doing and his battle Personally. with the NFL. I mean, the question is: Was the NFL really giving him a real opportunity, though? They, it appeared so. I mean, they set up. They set up the workout they, at a facility. Hold on, hold on, but wait, 
Tuesday. It doesn't when they, matter. When they, they decided, right? It doesn't matter. What, they are, said what, are, what are teams doing on Saturday? Well, how do you know they decided Tuesday? That's because when they, they said it. That's this, when it came out. Right, but they didn't tell any of the teams. But who knows when Tuesday. they were working on this? Nobody knows that at this point. I think what he's and, getting And at, it is the NFL season, too. Nobody knows when they were discussing the, the, the but point I think is, having this. I think what A. Mike is getting at, though, is when did they contact Colin? Because at the end of the day. Who, who knows that? I, yeah, but. No, so, all, so at the end of the day, all we can go off of is the transparency that we see, right? And what we know, based on the facts, is that they contacted Colin Kaepernick on Tuesday and said, hey, Saturday, you we're going to host a workout, and you can work out for NFL teams. While, I mean, that's, yes, that's, you can, that's you can say— That's not enough time? It's No, it's not. And not that, enough time for, for him to work. For somebody who's been saying, I'm ready? Yes, you know why been ready? but you know why it's not enough time? Wow. You know why it's not enough time? Because cal- college athletes— have been ready for two, three, four years, and they're still given months to train before combine. He's not Colin a college Ka- athlete. You're right. He's Wait, a professional. He's somebody who, even, hasn't played in, who hasn't played. I'm not uh, even discussing I, that aspect. Like, we're forgetting about the aspect that these teams have a game on Sunday and Monday. They didn't send they, a head coach. They didn't send an owner. Yeah, they but, were supposed to send a representative. Right, that could but, be anybody. That could be a scouter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have no authority, right? From what I read, the, the part of the issue with this was the people who make the decisions uh-huh. are the ones that were not going to be able to be there because there were games on Sunday. Those same people, when there's tryouts on Tuesday, will be there on the floor to see these players, to have a conversation with them. Okay, I mean, let's, not can, we, can we ask a question? How do these things normally work? I just, oh, so trials. This is this, this is a isn't first. normal. I'm about to say this isn't normal. But that's my point. No, right. no, no, no. It's <laughs> no, n- what's a no. first. Let's is, let's no. But let me explain it because you guys are, are being misleading. What what I, what is a first is the fact that they announced that they're going to do a tryout. That's not publicly what I'm, slash no, privately. No. That's but not what, my question. They, every Tuesday. That's they not do. my question. My so, question is how do these things normally work when a team wants to see, see one player. player they have tryouts. professional no. I'm going to tell you, they, they have tryouts. No, they don't. Yes, they do, because the Eagles just did it. We just signed a receiver this weekend. So that's, and that's so, one. Hold on. That's one team that holds one right. tryout. That's what and I'm they, and they, and they, a player and they had that player come into their facility, at. right? That's what I'm getting at. This is like a pro day. If you can compare this to anything, it's like a pro day for a college player, but he's not a college player is what but we're see, saying. So, so, and in pro days – Coaches, head coaches, and owners don't make it out to pro days. No. No. It's usually the scouters. Sometimes head coaches do, but, but not, not all the time. But so even to that point, because that's perfect, because I wanted to actually circle back to the question that I believe Obi-Wan asked, does this hurt his chances? Because only eight teams came to the new venue? I don't think it does. Me I actually neither. think this is even better for his chances just because the reports came out that many, if not all of the scouts that were there or the people that were there representing organizations mm-hmm. were very impressed by his throwing yeah, ability. I you mean, know, like the the from what I read, the the thought process was that his throwing ability is still elite and mm-hmm. he looks just as good great. as when he He's came out of college. So, and why right. I think this helps him is because now teams are then emboldened to bring him in for one on one workouts. And he has his tape. Can I the exactly. tape that came let, from about let me ask of you that guys too, a yeah. question. All right. So because we also, I think we also have to look at it from the perspective of our real lives. If if this was a job that we were trying to get, right? If we were trying to get a job with a company and we've been putting in our resume yeah. and we've been applying for months and months and months, they hit you. You got to be ready to go. And they hit you <laughs> up and they say, "We want you to come in. This is the only opportunity you have to come in." 
you're not going to call them last minute and say, hey, guess what? I can't make it at this time or I can't make it to that location. Can you meet me here? I don't the, think we can do I mean, You can try. I don't think you can do this comparison because of the, <laughs> but that's the what history it, that they have. It, it's not the same. Come on. He was in the league. Come on. He got, he got kicked out the league. They had he, some he, issues. He got kicked he, out he the league get, now? He didn't get kicked I mean, he got out kicked the league. Out and you, and no. you talking about us being misleading? Yeah. He, he did get kicked out. He, he, he essentially forced out. He got, out but no, he yeah. wasn't forced once, out. Once again, oh, yo. No, yeah. no, you know why he's forced out? You're spreading misinformation, yo. You guys are being misleading. You know why I call bullshit? Why? Because have we not seen how many shitty quarterbacks yeah, that but, are not but as good at Colin Kaepernick that have that, starting now, now and second Now we're moving the conversation jobs. along. I want to address he got kicked out. He didn't get kicked out. He had a deal on the table that he turned out. Just he true. didn't have a deal no, on he did. the table. The yes. 49ers offered him a deal that, yes. he not, that he opted out of. Are you talking about before they got a new uh, GM? Because the GM told him, and you can Google this now, he said, I'm not going to resign you. So you can either you know, decide it, to, to leave after this contract. His contract wasn't up. <laughs> no, his contract was okay. Google it. I'm you, telling you what I read. You Google it. I, I Googled it already, so I told you that. <laughs> I know that he had a deal on the table. You're saying that he didn't. So from I'm what saying, I, what year? Maybe he had a deal prior to uh, John Lynch being there. Is it John Lynch? He was gone before John Lynch got there. Was, yeah. My point is, John Lynch had a conversation with him and said, "I'm not going to bring you in until the next year." Okay, that's not getting kicked I, out. I, that happens to players all the time. All the time. I don't think he got kicked out. That's I don't misleading. think he got kicked out. It, I believe it is misleading. The NFL didn't say you can't come back. Although everybody's well, trying to say, they did it without saying. I mean, although, although by saying he the was lawsuit, blackballed, we're saying that. Say yeah, but <laughs> so if he was blackballed, so but, be it. They didn't. They didn't kick him out. Is what I'm saying. I, okay. They kept him out. That's fine. You so that's a different. That's a different story. Oh, y'all are arguing semantics now. No, no we're actually like no, 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 no. We are arguing. I was still hit. We're arguing facts because that's all we're trying to do is talk about the facts of the matter. When we ask how is this typically done, somebody's trying to tell us that they do this all. They don't do this all the time. So this this is unique. In a situation, okay, tryouts. I'm I'm saying they do tryouts all the time. Teams yes, hold tryouts, individual teams, but they Correct. don't have tryouts for a single player where multiple right. teams. Will right. Right. So honestly, they threw him a bone. He should have showed up. I don't think they to threw the him location, and he should have showed up to the they time. Didn't, they didn't and then after the fact, they were at, trying to save face. And then though. after the fact, yo, but who gives a fuck? Hold on, save face. So from what? so then so why even go? Then why even go? Then why even go? So, so, but th- this is the this is why it's in no. The, but why the, go? But this is why it's ingenious Wait, by the NFL. Why go? I'm trying to answer that. <laughs> okay, it's ingenious by the NFL because if Colin Kaepernick does not go, yep. then the NFL can then say, "Well, you're oh. talking all this shit about you being ready. Why right. didn't you come?" Who cares? But if he goes, who cares? You know why? Why? Because you, know, you know they're trying to save face. So you hey, know, you know, no, you know it's inauthentic. So, so, because, so why yes, go? So why are you saving face? Why is Colin now saving face? No, I understand that, but the public persona will still be that Colin Kaepernick. No, will get exactly. An let's and t- let's it. talk about the public persona because the public persona is saying this is bullshit. The public persona is saying the NFL is playing games. They are. The public persona is saying the NFL is trying to save face. Yes, so either are. one, either it's true. And Colin Kaepernick's a dumbass it's because all, he still showed up. It's all speculation, or by the way. Or it's true, and Colin Kaepernick <laughs> is well, also saving face. But that's my point. It is all speculation. It's, it's all not. Speculation. Us, okay. us motherfuckers so, uh, sitting around having this podcast. Two, three weeks ago, I was on this podcast, right? And I told y'all how he came out, his lawyer came out, and said he wants to de- debunk all the theories, all the things that the NFL has, has been saying about him, right? No, and he I ran, think it was just what the public was saying. No, no, this is what the NFL was saying. What was the NFL saying he about Colin? Ran through Colin? A, a bunch of lists. Like, he, we don't know if he's interested. Interested. He's been to a few tryouts and nothing happened, which actually he was only called in by the Seattle Seahawks. So I guess the, what I'm saying is that the NFL and the public were the ones saying it. We here 
we're saying the same things in the in that we don't know if he can play. He took a deal with the NFL with without the details. Right, and I kept saying he that. keeps setting himself up. In the public's eye, he keeps doing shit that makes us wonder about him because he made that deal. Well, cool. who's we? Because I, I don't, I don't wonder. Well, I, I, you know. so when I say we, I mean the general we, the people that have a problem you, with the deal that he did. So you think it's fifty fifty? Do you think it's split? What? I don't. People, we don't know. Fifty fifty. What? <laughs> as far as people who feel like how you guys feel about the situation, Colin, you know, Colin's kind of he played himself. He's playing games. Does he really want to play, or is Do, he just doing this for that? Yeah, he, I, don't, I don't. I don't know if it's fifty fifty. I think. I think those who 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 have sided with Colin being back in the NFL will continue to side with him, and uh-huh. those who have not really who who says it wasn't about him getting in the NFL will continue to be on the other side. To me, I they're do, both playing chess. I do think we need to talk yeah, about the facts. They're trying to though. fix the narrative in their own. But I, I do think we need to talk are. about yeah, the, yeah, the facts because we keep talking about the narrative and we keep talking about the optics. The fact of the matter is the NFL set up a workout for Colin Kaepernick. Correct. They told him the time and the place. Yes, they let him know on Tuesday, but they told him the time and the place. Right. He did not he he made it seem as if he was going to be there for the time and the place up until the day of the workout well, they set up for him. So the But there the, were also reasons behind it. I, there was, I get that. Cool. I get that, but what I'm trying to say is the facts of the matter is the NFL set up a workout for him in which he agreed to do that workout at the set time and place and location. Well, do we know that he actually agreed? Because he sent a, a, a letter of okay. request so, and they so, denied so, all of sorry. his requests. Okay. So at what and you have to make a decision at so that he did. point. He did. So the decision is I'm going to go, I'm not gonna go, or I'm gonna change it at the last minute. Which is and he, he did. did that and only eight teams show up. And that's, that's so, fine. I'm fine. Look at let me read the teams wait, that showed up. But wait, hold, before you read that, so why are we mad at the NFL who Put on who put who put this workout for they him, and it was Colin who made the choice to not show. I, so I, I'm here, just trying to I, understand. I'm not really mad at, at anybody. I think everybody made whatever decision was best for them, and you know, okay. I hope I hope you know this works out in Colin's favor. Um, to me, you know, 25 teams that were showing up to me doesn't really matter because it's all about the teams that actually need a quarterback. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'll read the list of eight that did show up, and you know, a few of them don't actually need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia showed up. Kansas City Chiefs well, showed Philly, up. Philly needs a quarterback. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs showed up. Washington Redskins, we know they need a quarterback. Need a quarterback you know, yeah. New York Jets is questionable. They may need a quarterback. Yeah. Tennessee Titans, they definitely need a quarterback. Yeah. San Francisco, that's still questionable too. Yeah, like Garoppolo's. Yeah, exactly. Ass, and Detroit Lions, you know, um, how much longer is Stafford, Stafford in the game for? Exactly. Yep. So, so I think that that there's a possibility that you know there's going to be some good that comes out of this. What I what I don't appreciate here is, like you said, um, Ike the Great, there is chess going on back and forth. Absolutely. Because, because when Colin did his interview, he told him, he pretty much said, he told the NFL, stop running. He said, I've been here. I've mm-hmm. been trying to get back in the league for three mm-hmm. years, and for three years, years, y'all been denying me. By the way, we finally heard from the guy, too. Yeah, well. <laughs> and, and who knows if his lawyers are the ones telling him not to say nothing. Okay. Because how many times we done told uh, uh, AD, shut who, the fuck up. Who, you know, or, who knows that the NFL's lawyers are the ones not telling them not to say anything. Both pe- both things can be right. That's can, true. Can I, can I say something for the record? Yes. Colin Kaepernick is older than Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's, he's 32, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
He's 32, but he hasn't played. Oh, exactly. When how, when was the last time the NFL held a private workout for Nobody. a 32 they year old quarterback face, that hasn't played in the NFL for three years? I'm yo, not disputing what y'all you. saying, but there's a reason why they did it. And the NFL is calculated. So, they would never do no shit like this unless they my, you know what? Yo, in so we, PR, they look bad. So let me give Colin. Let me let me let me bring Colin Kaepernick I blow both in parties, for this honestly for this job go. interview. And Colin Kaepernick sitting there, yo, this probably ain't real. They probably ain't really bringing yeah, me they here. Trying they play just me. They just got to meet their black person quota. I ain't going to show up. I'm going to go to their competitor and call them and be like, I'm over here. If you and want people me, come do that all me. the time. You know what that reminds me of? And so, But why are you mad at Joe the Biden. company? <laughs> no, my. <laughs> Joe Biden, he does that. I don't think uh, he would do some shit like that. Uh, somebody I was talking to, I can't remember if it was a coworker or not, um, was saying that we often have t- have an issue, people in general, when it comes to the workforce of of. Um, understanding our value, our worth, and demanding that. Uh-huh. And and I think here, I would say that Colin knows his worth and he's demanding respect that the NFL refuses to give him. Uh, I, I appreciate him for believing he knows his worth. His worth is, he's a what, 32-year-old quarterback? But he's still better than a lot of quarterbacks that are starting. That's the thing. But you know, fact. You know hold fact. on, hold on. The fact of the matter is, in the game of football, what is the most important thing to any GM? What's that? Youth? Youth. You know this, I man. Know, man. I mean, Tom Brady. You know this. Tom Brady is defined the odds of youth, right? That, that's different. Um, the guy has six rings. So so Tom Brady won a ring when okay. he was old. Uh, Peyton Manning won a ring when he was old. Older. John, John. Peyton Manning should not have had a job when he won his second <laughs> ring. John Elway. He barely throw the ball down 40 yards. But continue. The Eagles just, and I know this is a backup situation. The uh-huh. Eagles just called a backup that uh-huh. was a high school football coach that's you know, 32, 34 years old. So these players can play with science. You could probably play even more. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about giving a man the opportunity to show you. Bring him into a training camp. And, and they, then they did. And he Some teams it. did. No, 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 no. You said give the man an opportunity to set up a workout. Well, he didn't show. No, he did show. So let's see. Let's show. let's be clear. He, he did. showed up to his own workout. Well, so that's workout. technically that's not showing. That's that's not showing. He just didn't show up at the facility, but he still showed up for a workout. He Where didn't show up show. for the workout. The NFL's that workout. The NFL show set up. I'm inclined he to agree with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did not show. He did not show. Today he didn't show. They said yo, show up here. Here's the thing, yo. I love what he said after the workout. I mm-hmm. do because I feel like he is still challenging the NFL. However. That wasn't yo. I don't think I don't agree with the, the the way he went about it. The way he went about it in the in which he did it. Like show up to that show up to the NFL workout and be like boom, and then you give him the facts, yo. But don't sit here and then and and you know kick the beast in the ass that you're trying to be a part of. But I feel him for the record. And, and, I feel him. him. He doesn't want to tap dance. Yeah. For the record, though, what but did you, he say? I, so that, he I, said, I, "I've been ready for three years, and for three years, the NFL has denied me." This is after the workout. Yeah, yeah. he said, "Stop okay. running." He said, "Stop." He said, "I'm here," and <laughs> and I love it. But my point is, that's why I asked the question: Does he really want to be in the NFL? Because based so. off of this move, I don't think he really wants to be in the NFL. No, I think he does. He just wants to do it under you know control the narrative in his so, in his and and by and and I, then he shouldn't have went. If he wants to control the narrative, he should have continued to work out and wait for a team to call him and, and do it how other free agents actually yeah, do it. because he's trying to do something in a way that nobody yes. right now even has the ability to, with the exception of maybe Tom Brady. But nobody in the NFL has the ability to control their own narrative. Are you kidding me? I just want to know how long. <laughs> right. Well, so that's even, why there's going to be a strike in 2020. At the end of the day, yeah, man. Because of Colin. But no. there will but be one. At the end of the day, 
how long can he last, even if he does get on a team? Five years is good enough. You think Colin Kaepernick will last five years? Tom I think Brady last. is lasting with you know no what? line. So you're saying Tom Brady is or Colin Kaepernick those, is Tom those, Brady? Those three, fo- the three football years that he didn't play is going to be to his benefit. Yes, he can definitely last five to seven more. And years. he's mobile. So like, here's what I think we're saying: Colin Kaepernick is better than what he actually is because we don't know. I don't agree. Like we I, mean, don't I didn't know. see the tape. He didn't he have, look good. He was, he, was, some of the tape. he was dropping down. Do you okay. know how many But it was also undefended. I, I thought about that, but he Come was still on. Of course. He, he Yes. He, was he passing he still AB? Ha- I think I saw no. a report about AB. He still, about he still has a strong arm. Yes. Absolutely. He I, always did. Absolutely. I can't tell. And he hasn't been using his arm, so that's not going to go away. I can't tell about his accuracy. But the, the fact of the matter is he doesn't have game time Experience, experience yo, and and that's very valuable. It's like riding in the a NFL, bike, yo. Once you get back into it, it comes Hell back. Hell no! In three years, schemes nah. change, well, well, dynamics change. He also, he also has to find the right team that's going to cater to his, Listen, his style it, of if play. If anything anyway. we've learned from Lamar Jackson and the Ravens is, once you get these type of quarterbacks, you go all in. I don't know. You nah, put the just, right I, type of the, people they're around. Not, yeah, they're not the same. The Ravens. Well, is that why the Ravens have the head coach that or the the offensive coordinator that was there with Colin? But is you know that why that. But you know why a, that is another Harbaugh that's coaching. But you know why that is? I, I said there. they're not the same player. Yeah. The no, but there's a specific similar, but they're not the same player. Yes, but there's a specific reason. So with the Ravens, it's interesting because they they literally revamped their whole offense around how Lamar Jackson operates, and that's not something. NFL teams do they might change a little bit but the Ravens literally overhauled everything right you know what I'm saying and it's if you look at their offense now it's it's a good mixture of how they were already playing mixed with how Lamar was playing at Louisville mixed with you know what I'm saying like some other aspects from 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 when Colin was playing at the 49ers and it's it's a beautiful mixture but not every team has the ability to do that the personnel you got to go all in at that point right you know what I mean what team is going to go all in on Colin I mean the Redskins they need a team you know what I mean I mean the the Tennessee Titans like you know so another quarterback that I I can think of that's been away that was away from the game for about three years before they came back and they came back decent Mm -hmm. Michael Vick yeah that's true the only difference is was that three years it was three years Michael Vick was not in his 30s. When he came back? <laughs> when he came back. How old was he? 28? Like, he was like 26, 27 when no, he came back. I thought no, he was he Michael Vick is 39 right now. Okay. Uh, when he came back, it was in 2009. So, he was 29 when he came back. Okay. So, he left when he was 26, came back when he was 29. Yeah, yeah. You know, 29, Had about two, three good years. That's it. Yeah, I, I, and I think Colin... And that's without him working out like Colin has been yeah, working out, so... Yeah, but anyway, you know, we're not... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give um, shout-outs to Colin, and I hope, you know, everything <laughs> works out the way he wants it to work out. And, you know, we'll just we'll, we'll move on from there. Um, can, I, can I add one last bit? Yeah, go ahead. So, you know, with with doing the workout at the, um, at the Falcons um, stadium that NFL set up, all the, the tapes are going to go to all 32 teams, whether or not the head coaches could be there or GMs could be there, whoever. Right. But now that he, he didn't do that, I'm wondering if they're even going to send the tapes to the other 32 teams. And if they do, I'm wondering if they're even going to look at it after this. Well, I mean, each and, team has the right to do whatever they want to do, right? Absolutely. So, but I, I think from from – okay, so I think part of the issue people were scared about was – if it was okay to bring him back. So I think the fact that the NFL said, hey, you can have a tryout, lets teams know, like, okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because in the public, you guys you made it public that you're doing a tryout. It's okay to try him out. So I believe if they saw some good things on this tape, they will call him in for a tryout. And that's that's what's more important, you know, a personal tryout where you can talk to people. Because he said, he said, I'm willing to do interviews. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to do whatever. 
So anyway, you know, we we can go back and forth about this. I support Colin and what he's trying to do, and I hope that he accomplishes whatever he's trying to do. Hmm. But I definitely did. You, did you hear your statement? I definitely think he wants to. Did play. you just hear your statement? Yeah, it's very contradictory. No, it's not. I support, I support Colin what he's doing. And, and whatever, I, and, whatever and what, he's trying to do. But whatever else. But people that support Colin don't know what the hell Colin's trying to do. But y'all support him anyway. He's huh? trying to get back in the league. He said it. I've been prepared for three years. I've been denied but, for three but years. But his actions don't show that. I mean, that's what y'all say. I don't it, agree. It shows that he wants to get back into the league on his own accord. Right. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. He wants to he wants to get back in the league. I said that. Do you know the people that go into the NFL? It's a it's a handful of people that go into the NFL on their own accord, and even then, they get like a lot of shit against them. Eli Manning went into the NFL on his own accord. He was drafted by the uh, Chargers. Mm-hmm. He was straighted to the New York Giants after that. Yeah, right. Who else has ever had to had been? I think I think John Elwell did the same thing. People do it, I but mean, again, it's rare. But what do you mean of their own accord? Like I'm not understanding so, the reference. Eli Manning basically said he's not playing for the Chargers. Yeah. Trade him. After oh, he got drafted yeah. first. Yeah. Are you serious? First overall. Yeah. He's a Manny. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's a Manny. And he hasn't been quote unquote blackballed. So Colin Kaepernick. Wait, wait. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ball's on that guy. Yeah. He's still on his dad. <laughs> no, he said daddy. The ball's on Archie. Daddy. What Archie, the fuck? Archie made that happen. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. This is what we're going to do, son. You relax. I got this. I got this. And that's pretty much what happened. But I think John Elwell did it, did it as well. Uh, I mean, so you know, whatever. We're not a sports podcast, so we can, you know, we can keep it moving. Um, Rock Nation is Rock Nation the new Motown? Obi Wan, you want to fill us in on, you know, why you th- may yeah, think man, that? Yeah, man. So you know, I was um, I was checking out uh, Southern Rivalry podcast, um, and uh, they were talking about like Rock Nation because you know they, this is a, they were talking about the whole Jay Z deal and everything like that. And they were talking about Rock Nation, what Rock Nation is doing. And I just and and even we all know what Rock Nation is doing, yo. They're they're they got music, right? So they got artists, they got producers, right? They got songwriters, they got um, what else? They got publishing, they got uh, freaking the sports side of it, agency. And I'm just like, yo, Rock Nation right now to me, as far as being a black company, is doing what Motown is doing. And what, so do and, what, and so I don't is, necessarily what is mean, Motown. For well, all those young listeners that don't know who you don't think fuck know Motown who? is, Motown. Well, I mean, Mo- I mean, Motown is is the, the mecca of all black artists from what the the fifties, the sixties, yeah, the seventies. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Every black artist coming up during that time, from 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 the Temptations to Stevie Wonder to Michael Jackson to the Pips, uh, the Primettes. I mean, yo, I could go on and on and on and on and on. They all came through Motown. And so what I was saying is is Rock Nation and New Motown, not in the sense that they're signing every black artist, but as a black company where majority of the people that they represent are black, yo, like their their stature in wherever they're doing is as big as what Motown is. I would argue In my opinion. In my opinion, you know what I mean? I I would argue um that Def Jam was what Motown was at that time. I don't. I don't know if Rock Nation. But Def is. Jam wasn't a black-owned business. Russell Simmons started Def Jam. What are you talking about? Okay, I guess that's true. Yeah, but they were under like Universal, blah 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 blah. But no, to yes, valid point. 
All right, I'll so, give you that. So maybe Def Jam was. See, I, I mean, have a I have a problem with like the new anything. Why can't it be the new Rock Nation? Uh, and that's what I was going to say. That's what it is of of today of its time. So I'm not. This I'm, is the I'm not trying to say it is Motown. It is Motown like. What I'm okay, trying to say, I like it's, that. It's impact is Motown like in in its impact within. And that's why I say the black community. That's why I say Def Jam with it. Think about it. Russell Simmons and his brother created something where fashion and hip hop came together. The Adidas contract that his brother got was the first of its kind. Until today, what's the first thing a rapper does after they get signed? You know, eventually they try to get some type of clothing line, shoe deal. That's that's to me is but, something. But who came but, through Def Jam? But even with that said, that's still in the past. Like <laughs> that's old. Def Jam is dead. Def Jam is as popping as it but used to be. But what I'm anymore. saying is, is it was innovative. But who came through Rock Def Nation Jam? Rock Nation is not doing anything that's innovative like Motown did. Yeah, I you don't, don't think, think so. so? No, okay. I don't think so. Well, Obi One. Why don't you let us know what some of those things are that I, Rock Nation does that's innovative? I mean, I think I just I just mentioned all of I don't I don't know that Motown had a sports agency attached to them. Yeah, I mean nobody was doing that yet at the time. So I, I, I mean innovative. Continue. That's innovative. So not <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yo, live venue shows and all that good stuff. Deals with the NFL. Continue. That's real. They and then if you throw innovative. title in there uh-huh. as far as their streaming service. Innovative. And and all these other I mean, uh, they, they, they had a Sony deal. You know what I mean? Who, I think uh, now they got a. I think now that yeah, live. I mean, well, Rock I mean, Nation, you know. yo. So, yo, I mean, if you think about the artists that are on there, the 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 athletes that are, that wait, are wait, part wait. of it, and then you think about, um, and so one. So here's here's the thing that really made me think about that. So you know when when they announced this deal with Jay Z and the NFL, right? Yeah. You know where that was? You know where they had that that those interview where they were interviewing Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, and Jay Z. Do you know where they were? Where they were in Rock Nation's headquarters building, right? So when Rock Nation started out, they had two floors in a Manhattan building. I mean, in a Manhattan building in Manhattan. Right. Now right. they have their own building. Yeah, in yeah. Manhattan, and here is Roger Goodell, right? The own the 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 uh, what do you want to call him? The representative to all these quote unquote NFL slave owners. Yeah, I mean he's now a, coming. He's a, he's a CEO now with, with board members, right? right yeah. Now yeah. coming to quote unquote Jay Z, the black man's house, sitting at his table in his chair at his desk. Right. I mean, well, I mean I, that let, right there is, is let's not forget is the, powerful the coveted. And revered Rock Nation brunch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you're being serious or you're trolling. <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, either. listen, I, I think a lot <laughs> of what you just said is is uh, a testament to Jay Z and not necessarily Rock Nation. I think some. I think the sports part of How that. How can you say that? So uh, is Rockefeller? Jay-Z, Jay-Z is Rockefeller Rock not a testament? I mean, uh, well, I guess what I'm saying is it's it's not Rock Nation or that deal that you use as an example with Jay Z and Roger Goodell. To me, is more so a deal with Jay Z and not Rock Nation. No, 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 no. I, I okay, I get that. I do get that. However, it's going to be Rock Nation's name on all of that. Right. We're putting Jay Z as a man in front of that because he's the one. He's he's owner, CEO of Rock Nation. But it is indeed still Rock Nation. You, you know, I, I just want to be careful when we when we say stuff like this and not think about some of the other record labels that did a lot of stuff for the black community. Like I said, and Def Jam really did a lot. Yeah, but we're not taking away from that. He's right. saying now in 2019. In 2019 is, I don't know. I mean, Rock I mean, Nation has, has TV and film. Like, they're doing documentaries, right? They got the Khalif Crowder 
documentary. They had the uh, Tavon Martin documentary. I mean, like, and that's yo, all under Rock Nation. This is all yeah. under because Rock I'm looking Nation. under that umbrella. All it says here is artists, sports, and, and music. But also, if you look at live shows. I mean, does that really count as like being? I mean, because everybody's doing live shows now, like so. What, yeah, so, but not so through I, a record label. I think what resonates with me with what uh, Obi Wan is saying is that when I think back on on Motown, they were pushing a lot of the major black artists in their region, but just also of the time. And if you if you kind of look behind the scenes, Rock Nation has their hands, you know, what I'm saying tied to a lot of big artists whether it be through managing them through producing for them promoting for them you know what i'm saying and i feel like if we're if we're making that comparison then yes from that standpoint to me i guess I what i'm saying is a lot see. of a lot of labels do that you know like little wayne has a, a label and within his label he has a sports company too but no he, oh, well, but yeah. who started that little wayne jay-z did that with rock nation before little wayne, wayne did well that. I, I don't i don't know because it, well rockefeller this is different rock nation is totally different than rockefeller right rock, he had a he yeah, had a yes. sports agency as Rockefeller? No, what I'm saying he didn't. I don't know if Little Wayne Sports Agency was after Rock Nation Sports Agency or before. Mm. But there was, you know, because there was Rockefeller before that. Then when Jay Z got that big contract with Live Nation, then he started Rock Nation from there, and it kind of went on from there. But I, I mean, I, I get what you guys are saying. I understand. I don't know if I could uh, align myself. You don't with agree? That. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you know, and that's but cool. I get though. It. But I feel like where they're going. Okay, maybe not now, but eventually. I mean, like what this what Rock Nation is doing. Honestly, you can't you can't talk about sports. You can't talk about music. You can't talk about film. You can't talk about philanthropy. You can't talk about a bunch of things and not hear Rock Nation's name come up. Man, it's it's huge. And and a partnership with the NFL, although it's been criticized and scrutinized. Is a huge, huge, huge uh, partnership. Yeah, well, like I said, for me, that's more of Jay Z than anything. But yeah, I, I, whatever works, works, right? I mean, but who who was in charge over at Motown? Was that Barry Gordy? Who, who was that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Wouldn't that be at, attributed to him as well? Right. Whatever Motown was doing, absolutely. Well, I mean, no, I mean, because so, Smokey Robinson but, was, but, was, but no, but when you I'm talking about the owner, when you think about Barry Gordy and you thought about these artists coming in, the songwriters were Motown songwriters, right? Right. The choreographer was Motown, Motown choreographer. Correct. You know what I mean? So, and and that's really what it was. It was like they came in house, and everything they needed was in house. They didn't have to go anywhere else. Same thing with Rock Nation. You come in Rock Nation as an artist, your management is through Rock Nation. Your publishing is through Rock Nation. You don't have to go anywhere else to do any of that. You know what I mean? Everything Rihanna's doing right now with her Fenty that's and all of that. Technically is Rock that, Nation. No, no, no. Is, is it? it? Come it on. Is. Come on. It is. Come on. That's technically. And, and how, how is that technically through Rock Nation? Because Rock Nation manages Rihanna. Yeah. Rock Does Nation it, brought, but, and brought her over from Def Jam. Jay-Z. Brought her on. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, the, the, the no, argument can be that that one uh, 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 nasty guy, I can't remember his name, the music, the music exec that they just got rid of, Joe Budden hates him. Oh. Uh, um, he I was mean, the one, because he always had an eye for R&B ta- R- yeah. R- ta- talent, but yeah. I, I, it's a stretch. With oh, the by the way, Rock Nation Sports 2013, uh, Young Money, APA 2016. Okay, okay. Like, Decision, Rock Nation. Yeah, <laughs> just just wanted to throw that. Okay, out. so it sounds like you guys are in line with Rock Nation, uh, t- uh, potentially being the new uh, Motown no. of, of today. No, no, I think it's the new Rock Nation. 
I think it's laying a blueprint for people to know how okay, things and can I'm, be. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. Different. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool yeah I mean, with that. like, I, I, yeah, you know, and I get that. I when I look at when I think of Motown, honestly, and you know, when I think of even Def Jam, I think of just a record label. Def Jam, Def Jam opened up the doors for Rockefeller. You know what I mean? No Limit Records, Bad Boy, all of them. Mm-hmm. But those are just record labels. Rock well, Nation. Well, no, but is, they they started to do other things as but well. Rock, Rock Nation is not a record label, right? I'm not a record label. I'm a. But you, you know who did that initially? Who did it first? That nobody talks about. Who? Master P and No Limit. They did all that shit. Mm. They did. They were okay. Yeah. I'm inclined so, to agree. I guess. You know. So let, let's not forget about that. We're but, not forgetting. But but I. Think, why do you think we're forgetting about? Because people? because what happens is it's, it's the it's the man, man behind the business, right? That, and that's essentially what it is. Everybody wants to do business with Jay Z, and that's that. You know, props props to him for be able you know to create that type of dynamic. But yeah, I mean. Master P did that first, you know what I'm saying? You know, Russell Simmons did it as well. So yeah. Yeah. So shout out to them as well. <laughs> I don't know why as I keep saying shout out. I don't know why. You're one. making this an all lives matter argument. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> you are though. Don't do that. Don't hey, do all that. lives do matter, man. Come on. So yeah, did, I mean, did that work for you? That work for you, Obi Wan? What do you mean did that work for me? I, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. Oh Lord. Yeah, yeah, I know y'all hate when I do that. Um I want to talk about this Big Sean verse. I actually haven't heard Janae Aiko's song. I thought it was an album that she dropped, but it was just a song. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Janae Aiko. What? <laughs> nah, that's that's Ike over there. Love him some Janae. Is it Janae you love? Yeah, I like I like Janae Aiko. Um, I haven't really listened to a, a lot of her stuff since, since well, Big Sean. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I haven't. I didn't listen to that song. I didn't listen to that either. Um, but for those of you who want to know what we're talking about. Um, Apparently the the Twitter sphere has been in an uproar. Yeah, probably mainly Black Twitter because, you know, a song came out. I don't even know whose song it was. It's Janaiko's song. song. None of your concern was featuring. It's called None of Your Concern. None of Your Concern featuring Big Sean. And I saw I saw a clip about this, but the clip just said it was Big Sean spitting that you know he gave her orgasm nine times in a day, and you know the whole of Twitter sphere was going nuts, including women. Like what? This type of men exist. Yeah, when I saw this, this yo, is a unicorn. I wanted to post this. I wanted to post this in the group chat. What in the world? And it sat in my group chat, and after a while, I deleted it. <laughs> uh, but the reason why I, you know, props to him for making her come nine times. Um, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout, shout out to him for that. But the reason why I wanted to talk about it was just because you know it's, you know, in this day and age, we we talk about, and especially on this podcast, we talk about how, um, you know sex from the perspective of women have been a little bit different in the past and nowadays it's become a little bit more uh, prevalent and a little bit more open and women are being more open about their sexuality and things of that nature, right? I mean, we know that in the past you know, it's been said, it's always been made to be around the man when it comes to um, sexual uh, orgasms happening if a woman can't come it's the man's fault if the man comes too fast it's the man's fault everything is the man's fault right and in listening to you know or reading twitter sphere go nuts over this i was just a little appalled as to how there are still a lot of women out there who are oh fuck i'll probably catch a lot of shit for this but um <laughs> i would just say it's a lot of people out there that are a little out of touch on how you know kind of like sex goes and orgasms go. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, men, included, for, for, men included in that. Men, yes, yes, men. But it was only because women were, were the ones talking. That's oh, why I said okay, women. Okay, okay. 
before you jump, j- jump in, no, uh, 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 <laughs> young buck. Reason why I say that is because for an orgasm to happen, it takes two. At least when it comes to a man and a woman having sex together, for an orgasm to happen, the woman has to make it happen and the man has to make it happen. Now, when we talk about orgasm, when there's a woman and a vibrator, it still takes two because the woman has to make it happen and the, and the vibrator has to make it happen. So in watching and, and seeing all the responses, everybody was acting as though like um, it's a myth or a legend or a unicorn for a guy to be able to make a woman come nine times. And in my mind, I was just like, there's still some women out there that don't know how to make their, themselves come. So if a woman doesn't know how to make herself come, why does she expect a man to be able to make her come if she doesn't know how to make herself come? That's a valid point. Now... All I was going to say is, because as I'm listening to this conversation, Uh I just remember how, for lack of a better term, unfortunate it is to be a single man right now. Just because this is, is honestly speaking, this is just a bad time for men because the man bashing is real, as Ike the Great just alluded to. (laughs) However, I just want to clear up one misconception that many people, men and women, but mostly women have. Is that just because a man nuts does not mean he came? Please <laughs> understand. Orgasm. Yeah, thank you. Just yeah. just because he, he just because he nuts does not mean he orgasm. But so many women think, oh, he nutted, he got his orgasm. I didn't get my nah. <laughs> that that's not at all what it means. It's just as hard for men to orgasm as as it is for women. But because of the common misconception that because he nutted, that's his orgasm. That's not true. There are so many men walking around who have not experienced a real orgasm that don't understand that. Because of how society has led them to believe, so it like I said, it's just unfortunate. Shout out to Big Sean. Shout out to Janae <laughs> for getting that. That's all I got to wait, say wait, on wait, that. Wait. Are, are y'all impressed? No, well, that's what I was about to. I was about to throw it to you next because I know you have some choice words. I mean, I don't know if it's a it's a bragging nine times in a day. I mean, are y'all are y'all impressed? I have yet to meet a woman that let me fuck her nine times in a day. So yes, I am impressed. So. <laughs> That's another point that I was gonna make, but I'm gonna let you go real quick, Obi Wan. Can I read something? Me, to y'all? me honestly, I think he's a. I can think I, he's exaggerating. Can I read something to y'all? Oh, no, probably. Can I read something to y'all? If y'all don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I ain't gonna read the whole thing. I'm gonna read a little bit, right? I stop after eleven. I float after fifteen. Bouncing back and forth between limp and rigid, I am a record on repeat, and you are the needle scratching songs from my skin, forcing incoherent oaths from lips, from my lips. Prayers and curses and sunrise, sunset. I stop after 11. I combust after 20. When sunrise come again, so do I. Bars. Yeah. So this was a poem that was written about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think we want to take that shit out. (laughs) We're going to do a time check. He gonna take that shit right the fuck out. Uh, All right, you get your ass in trouble, newlywed. Take that shit out. (laughs) This nigga crazy. This nigga's fucking crazy. I'm I'm not. I'm not impressed. Uh, Okay. Okay. So when I heard this, I was like, really? Wow. Like people are blowing up Twitter over this. I mean, not not everybody can do that. I don't think all people are capable of of having that many orgasms. Some people, after like the third one, that shit starts to hurt. They're like, nah, I'm done. It happens, yo. Okay. Right. I mean, I don't think everybody can do that, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean I, I'm not, I'm not impressed or not impressed. It, I what I what I'm what I'm I don't really care. <laughs> what I'm impressed with or unimpressed with is the fact that there are just so many people out there that just don't understand h- how things happen. Like, so for your question was nine times. I remember on the, on the group chat you said, "Damn, he took him all day to get to nine. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? There are 
to 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 Young Buck's point, you know, maybe there are men that can get you to nine, but maybe there are women who tap out after two. That's what I mean. Because yeah. because from what I've heard, and I'm not a woman, I don't know. Uh, women lose energy yeah. after that happens. If it keeps happening, it keeps happening, it keeps happening. Like they are just done for. Like Listen, they're spent energy wise. So. The women that can go nine or, or or fifteen in your case. That can come that many times. That's a demon. That's a demon. That's got a regular occurrence. You need to throw holy water on her. <laughs> you ain't never <laughs> fucked the girl so good she said, get away from me. Like, they're not doing that 15 times, yo. <laughs> you know, well, I don't think but, I want to do but, that 15 but, times. But again, but again, but again, props to Janae. <laughs> I don't know why we can't And apparently props to Obi-Wan, too. Because apparently, because apparently Janae can, um, can take it. She can handle it. But that's, you know exactly. what I'm saying? But that's but obvious. True, but you know right? what I mean? No, you it's not obvious because people will see that she's little. Like they, but they'll like see that she's, she's little. And all these chicks that have big asses, everybody thinks can go on for days and stupid. days. And, and yeah. I'm just saying, not the one. perception out women, there about sex is completely flawed. It is, because women, women think they got the dime on men about sex. I yeah. mean, men know what it is about sex when it comes to women. Like, that's not, not all men. That's not the conversation. Not all men. You can't say that because that's how you are. You can't say that because that's how the guys that you know are. And if you listen to some of these guys talk, they don't. And it's also a maturity yeah, level thing as well. I mean, because even if we just take music, for example, when I, when you listen to music with rappers, Jay-Z is an example. You know, he went from, you know, what, 5 a.m., I'm, I'm letting it in, 5.15, I'm kicking it out. Like, that. that's not a thing for men at a certain point in their life. And as they get older and they mature, then it's about, you know, taking care of a woman's body and not just trying to get mine. You know, trying to make sure that we both get ours together. So I mean, there's there's many things that 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 you know connects to that. One last thing, because because it, <laughs> it it really is re- resonating with me what uh, Ike the Great was saying about people not knowing their bodies, and I just think it's it's very interesting that a woman doesn't know her body, but she's expecting a man to, or she might like like or if you meet somebody and you're sleeping with them for the first time, you're expecting them to know how to make you do these things. Yeah, we talked like, about this everybody's sexual here. appetite is different. Right, One person right. might like being strangled, the other might like being caressed. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's yeah. it's selfish Maybe and a little bit both. immature to think because I'm a man or because you're a woman, you should automatically know how to pleasure me. No, nah, that's not true. I mean, I, have, I feel you know like what I'm saying? You know, people I have, are trolling too. You, do you feel like those comments? No, like I, I legitimately no, I feel really like these comments are real. Yeah, like if that's what I'm saying. Like if you hear. If you hear the way women will talk about men and like how they're having sex now, maybe not even old men, just like like men at my age mm-hmm. and just the way they like because I've had this conversation with like my cousin who is my age and the way she'd be talking about like niggas our age, that shit makes me feel ashamed to be a man at times. <laughs> I just See, be like, yo, niggas talk shit. No, but- I understand that. I understand that. But this is a common theme among among women. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, this shit, now I got to check myself and call some old bitches like, yo, am I thinking I better than I, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's, it's also it's also selfish, I think. For you to meet someone, that's why if I if I meet somebody and I'm having sex with them, I like to ask them, you know, how do you like to be pleasured? One of the one of the the, the dopest things I ever heard in my life, right, was from this dude on Instagram. He's a quote unquote self proclaimed like sexologist or whatever, right? But a lot of women say the things that he say are accurate. He said, I like to stop and watch women um, play with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because a woman who plays with herself. That's how she likes other men to play with her. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and you know what I'm saying? But that that makes thing. sense to me. Not every woman is comfortable enough to, to play with themselves. Exactly. Some women don't play with themselves. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's the thing. 
I you mean, know what I'm saying? And it's it's the dynamic is so interesting. It sounds like what we're saying is the the women that were out here in the Twitter need to go and reevaluate. I, I, I'm not saying that because there are men out here with some whack dick and don't know what the fuck. Yeah, that's going. what I'm saying. I mean, every I mean, there's people out here in general that are just not performing well in sex, both men and women. So I, I'm know. just saying that people need to pick up a book or pick up whatever or Google some shit and be a little bit more hip onto into how things happen. And you know, and and then experience it yourself. A lot of women think they want a big dick until they get a big dick, and they can't handle the big dick, right? Word. So it's like, look, man. Let, I mean, but it, but it's Twitter, right? That's what Twitter is for. Explore it's, your, it's, it's for people to think their first thoughts and mm, just throw that shit out, out, out there, there without any rhyme or reason behind it, but just an instant reaction. Also, so, I, I do your... I do feel like when it comes to women and sexuality now, I feel like there's been a, a, a reversal. Like, it's okay for women to express themselves. On all platforms, sexually, whereas for men, we're looked at as misogynistic. When Toxic start, masculinity. You, you, yeah. you keep trying to drive this point home. No, but, but to, a, to a point, <laughs> I, like, to a point, I agree with him because there are certain things that women could say about a man that it, that if men got around and collectively had this conversation, it would be frowned upon. Like men cannot come around and say, "Man, these these women be having trashy pussy, this and that." Not they on can't fuck. media platforms. No, women do but that women all can time. come together like man as a collective. Men are failing. Their dick game is weak. But, they have no and, game. And, and, and just like, say that's just part of it, right? Because men can. And also, they also say men can be out here having sex with three different women and nobody cares what they're doing. But as, as, long, as soon as a woman goes out and has sex with a dude that she met, just met, it's all up. That's bullshit. We are in the age of the city yeah, girls and the hot girls. These hoes is fucking 20 no, different no, 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 men no, 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 and scamming no, 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 all of them. As you call them hoes. <laughs> I'm, <talking about, laughs> I'm talking about the stigma of that. I'm talking about the, the stigma I don't think that, that exists you know anymore. But, but it's no, it but, it's, but it's still new is what I'm trying it's to say. Right, right, it's right. still new. So as, as long as it's still new, they can get this off. Because right, right. men have had decades and uh, centuries uh, yeah, of getting off. theirs off, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And in the in the back were just the women rumbling because they were like, "Yo, I'm not getting there." Homie takes about thirty seconds and he's done and he goes to sleep. What am I supposed to do right now? Jesus. Which is a thing. It is yeah, a thing. Man, don't go to sleep, yo. <laughs> Eat the box. It is a thing. Play with us. Niggas ain't got no shame, but, dog. But at the same time, is she asking him or demanding him to do that? Because, yeah. well, back then they couldn't. I, I guess they didn't feel like they That's could. That's the other thing, too, though. I mean, you yeah, felt because like, communication want, is key within the bedroom. Key. You know what I mean? You have to talk. And okay. If, if you're not being pleased, you need to say so, men and, and women. And okay, so they say something and then it creates an issue. I don't feel then like. That ain't the right one for hold, you, boo. No, but, but come on, son. What are you saying? Like, I'm talking about historically. That hasn't been the case because there's a reason why prostitution is the oldest occupation in the world. It's not because it was male prostitutes out here. It's because <laughs> it's because if a woman complains, there's a, another woman or two or three in the streets that will that do the be, job. Yeah. That will just lay there and because they're a prostitute, they're getting paid for it and they will let the man get his nut off. So I, it's not it's not the same. It's like, I'm sorry, but the, the year of the hot girls and the city girls is, is, is still new. And they still need some more time. So I guess at the end of the day, the thing that was a little disheartening to me is just the fact that, you know, it's just so much out there about sex that a lot of women just don't. A lot of people just I was don't. Like, yeah, don't say just A lot women. of people. Again, I was only saying that just based on the comments that okay. I was seeing. Yeah. Uh, it was mostly women that were commenting. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think everybody should do their due diligence. And but shout hard. out to Sean. This ain't, I ain't hating. Obi Obi Wan might no, be. No, I'm, I'm not hating. He just want to say, "Hey, I'm not hating." That you show. nine, I'm eleven. Right. Shout Sometimes out, twenty. Shout out to Big. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not hating. I was crazy. just surprised that people were. Yeah, not, it's not happening for everybody. Uh, my like bad, my bad. Uh, what you say? Nine nine times is a lot. Yeah. My bad. And one it's, day though. 
That's a lot, yo. It, in one day? It depends on the person. One day? Because they're, y'all they're don't lead, literally... If y'all don't leave the house? Obi-Wan's sexual appetite is obviously different than ours. <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, that's but, not what but, I'm saying. But Pete Game, though, right? Talking about orgasms, right? They're literally women that can orgasm multiple times in one minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There yeah. are also women that their orgasm can last... Four minutes. Yeah. 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 Like, so if you're having four you know minute orgasms, you ain't doing that shit nine, nine times. times. You're going to die. But if you're having yeah. 10 second orgasms, okay, yeah. then yes, you're going to catch a Charlie horse after <laughs> words. <laughs> yes. That is real. You yes. Like, you are? You have a seizure. Yes. Don't bite your tongue. Yeah. I mean, listen, shout out to him, right? That's all we can say at this point. Right. And shout out to her for being a G. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah. More sex, more nuts. <laughs> For everybody. Word. Um moving on. <laughs> Yo, y'all love when I say that, right? Shout out to Mike Buggy. To Mike Buggy? As we as we talk about Shout out <laughs> sex <Buggy>. proceed. <laughs> and women. <laughs> what? Are you touching this one? Which one? To give him what you need. Which one? <laughs> T.I.? You stay oh, missing sure. segues. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, I'm going to just buy you one and keep it. No, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm recording, yo. Oh, I'm, I'm, watching, uh, I'm watching my Eagles. He said, I'm going to buy you a by one. Uh, yeah, we could talk about it. I mean, yeah. So, anyway. <sighs> <laughs> so, yeah, T.I. Um, has mm. been all over social media for a while now. Um, people kind of shitting on him because of an uh, interview that he did where he talked about how... Um, he attends his daughter's uh, OBGYN appointments to make sure that she's still a virgin. Her hymen's intact. Right. And, um, you know, there was, I don't even, you know, for me, it's kind of like, <laughs> I thought he was joking when I heard it. I didn't think he was serious, but I guess if you, you know, listen to the whole, I don't know if you guys want to queue it up, just a portion of it or no? Yay. Yeah. Uh, is that on me? Um, yeah. But keep talking. Yeah, yeah. You know, up, I, ain't, I, was supposed I, to I thought he was, he, was, he, was, he was joking, you know, and a lot of women were kind of mad about, um, the, I guess the privacy aspect of things. I don't and, understand that aspect. So I, when I first heard, I didn't think he was joking. I think that we didn't have the f- full information, right? Because I didn't hear the interview. I just read, you know, the the headlines, right? And and in my mind, I'm like, well, okay, he's probably the one taking her to her 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 appointments, right? You know what I mean? If she's still on his insurance, you know, she's under 18 because I thought she was under 18. Then, OK, he's he's having these conversations with 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 the doctor. Over 18, you know what I mean? She can still be on his insurance. Right. She can still be on his insurance. <laughs> Up until 24. So in my mind, I'm yeah. like, OK, she's having he's having the conversations with the doctor. And I didn't I didn't think anything of it. So but how much then, of this am I playing? I went and I went and I li- you, I'll tell you when to stop. But All I right. went and I listened to the fucking interview and it changed my whole perspective. So have you had the sex talk with your daughters? Have I? We go. <laughs> Which, by the way, your daughters are so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. So, um, so I'm sure I mean, you have her hands full. And like yeah, that one's absolutely. 18, so she definitely knows oh, about sex. And, see, but I'm just waiting. Deja, right? She's 18, yes, right? Deja's yes, Deja's 18. Just graduated high school now. And she's uh, attending her first year of, of college, Oops. figuring it out for herself. Uh, and yes, not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh, you g- hey, <laughs> I'm done with you right now. So, you know, uh, do you go with her? She's a prisoner. Yes, I go with her. Do you go with her? 
reality check on Deja. I go with her. <laughs> She's a prisoner. <laughs> so let me tell you, right? So, so this is one time oh, we no. go. I think this might have been after her 16th birthday. And this is what we do. Like, you know, right after the birthday, we celebrate. So, and, we go and check know, her hymen after. Then, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, usually like the day after the party. <laughs> She's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the dope. Got no. no. Tomorrow, 930. Oh, this is great. <laughs> so so look, right? No, so keep going. we'll go. You know what I mean? We'll go and and uh we'll sit down. We'll sit down and then the doctor will come and talk. And you know, the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, Well, you know, sir, I have to you know, in order for me to share information, I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs> they want you to sign, sign this right now. I need this. to know if your hymen's still there. So we can uh, share information. Do you have is anything? Is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. You are the worst. And so, <laughs> so then, right? So then they come and say, okay. Uh, yeah, you can stop there. It, it was more of that, you know what I mean? For the record, that's the rest. But anyways. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think, first of all, you know, people need to understand the type of relationship he may have with his daughter. And I think, you know, we don't know who they are, so we don't know the type of relationship. And maybe she was comfortable with saying that. But then also, you know, I, don't, I have a son. You know what I mean? I grew up in a household with all boys. Um, so, hold on. I, I don't on, know how. Because I, I think you're giving your opinion of what he said. I want you to give opinion of what he said. Like, listening to that. Like that didn't make you feel some type of way? No. That he's talking about his daughter's hymen? No. Her, I mean, in her virginity in a yo, in a you, sexual manner? You've never heard, like you've been in a in a setting with men when they talk about if they have a daughter, they locking it up in the room and throwing away the key. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like that's what that but is. But I've never heard them say, "I'm gonna make sure that her hymen stay intact." Yeah, because he wants to make sure she's a virgin. He's openly on air on a podcast talking about his daughter, who is a grown woman. Eighteen year old. Sorry, daughter. she's not a grown woman. She's eighteen, so she's an adult. Right. Her hymen and her virginity, as if it's his, well, as if it's his body, as if it's his own I hymen mean, and own virginity. I just thought it, I thought it was distasteful. I thought it was a bit disgusting too. How? Who are we to judge how he he has a yeah, relationship I, with his daughter? I can't do that. Yeah, every, every I'm not parent, judging his relationship. It could have embarrassed daughter. her, but every parent has the right to parent how they want to. I'm not if judging his not, relationship or if what's it's not he did. hurting them. I'm. I'm. I, I, my biggest thing is how he's talking about it. I mean, in, I think in, in jest. Is how I took it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And he was laughing the entire time. Yeah, exactly. And, and so the women uh, were so laughing, we, but that we, was that uncomfortable it, laughter. It, it's a we podcast. Know t- we know T.I. Part, part, part of the thing with a podcast is to be entertained, anything in that industry. And I think that was part of it. Like, I think he was serious, but he was joking at the same time. But again, we don't know the dynamic that he has with his daughter. Now, who knows? His daughter could tell him tomorrow that, Dad, I, there's a guy I've been dating, and we're going to start having sex. And he says, okay. Right. Yeah, but not, you don't know I, that. I, I, but you don't know. That's 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 not the point I'm making, right? So, you know, I tried I tried on the last episode to you know make the point about with the article with Michael B. Jordan and about how people how they are in their lives carry over into their their uh, their work lives, right? With Michael B. Jordan liking white women outside of work, so in work he likes he only has cast with white women, blah blah blah. blah. I mean, this is the same thing. So, yo, T.I. openly cheated on his wife. Well. He, no. 
T.I. No, 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 no. There's, there's, what is their that? definition of cheating is different. That's okay. why I said, well. So, but T.I. openly was stepping out on his wife. Right? What's I got to do with this, though? To me, it showed. And then he comes and he talks about his daughter's virginity and her sexual body parts as if he owns it. I'm, I honestly view it as if he don't have. He doesn't have respect for women. So and he, and he, and he feels as if he control. He can control the women. I don't think so. I think he's talking about manner. controlling his kid. Women or his daughter. Right. Like his kid. <laughs> his daughter. I think he would. So would you guys do this? Well, and do... would you talk about it in this manner on this podcast? I'm, well, I'm not a celebrity like T.I. So right. if, I, if I did, I don't think anybody would care. Yeah. But I... would I do what he did? I might. I don't know. I, I can't mean, say. I can't, I can't answer. I don't which know. Is why and then I... would you talk about it on this podcast? Listen, this is why I, I said what I said. We've talked about some very distasteful things jokingly yeah. on this podcast. We have. Would you? I, I I'm asking you. I don't. I don't know. Right. Okay. I don't have a daughter. Right. I come I from an all boys family. I don't know how I re- would react. Um, I know the only thing that I would keep in mind if I had a daughter was communication. Communication is key. Like I said, I don't know his relationship with his daughter. His daughter could be cool with everything that he's done and everything that they got going on. I mean, she did sign the paperwork. You know what I mean? She could have been like, no. Which seemed like it was under duress. It is under duress. Yeah. And, and and his mom, I mean, the mom doesn't go with her. Why doesn't the mom right. go with like, her? So we, we don't get the full scope of it. I can't imagine. So, right. So, how can you just. shouldn't talk on ex- it. You can't really. So, how can I what? <laughs> judge. How can I judge what? I'm judging based off of the way, what he said and how he was talking about it. To me, it was distasteful. I didn't say that he's a bad well, father. Because they asked. I well, say. let's, let's go, rewind to the beginning. They asked him if he has to talk about sex with his daughter. Yes. So, they opened up the door. I get that. And then he says her hymen yeah, see, is he intact. Says, that's how close they are. That means we not having no sex talk because yeah. I'm just trying to make sure she's still a virgin. But right. who says, yes, her hymen is intact? T.I. because we know he's a very verbose person. Right. Come on, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of men out there don't know what a hymen is. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Not just men. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They so. call it a cherry. All right. Word. So, and then what we didn't hear is then he goes on to talk about how nobody wants to have sex with virgins. Who wants that? Making fun of the fact that his daughter's a virgin and trying to throw out there, nah, she's a virgin. You don't want to have sex with her. That's no fun. Come on, yo. Like, to me, it's distasteful. From that yo. standpoint, I to understand. To me, it's that. just distasteful. That, yo. That, that is distasteful. However, that, that portion, yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> but, that's why I said keep playing it. To me, it's distasteful, yo. I mean, it was too much to, uh, as, to play. As one of the only. The few gentlemen in the group that actually wants daughters, multiple of them, I did find the way he was speaking about his daughter distasteful. Even I, first of all, that's not something I would ever do if I had if I had a daughter. Right. You know, that's not something. That's not how I would move. Because what I find is when you're restrictive, especially with your daughters about sex, they're gonna go out and f- and figure it out on their own, and well, you don't want so that. far. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever. It goes. But, it, there's no magic see, way. You know, this so I, understand, I, I understand that, but. Yeah. What I'm getting at is even if that's what I was doing, and yeah. I would never do that, I'm not about to get on a podcast and speak with it about people and then right. like make a joke about it. Because to Obi-Wan's point, he's joking about it, and then in the same breath, kind of like downplaying, oh, you don't want to have sex I'm with sorry. a virgin. You can't, you, can't, you can't say that about the way that he's speaking about it on the podcast, because this is still a man that put his entire family on TV. A show, yeah. It's a whole show, so I it's, mean, still, I just, it's, I understand it's that. still something that could have been talked about on that show so if he talked about it on that show in the same way as the podcast that's still a problem to me when yes but when it's a reality tv show where reality. you're supposed to be following the life of those individuals i understand it however for, but 
but see, I'm biased because, in my opinion, reality TV is bullshit anyway. Okay. However, if however, you had a reality TV show, you'd it would be would... bullshit because there's nothing reality about it. It's all scripted. However, however, to my point, what I'm getting at is, even if the topic came up on that, it might be a little better, but I still would find it distasteful because it's like, yo, it's all these cameras, it's all these people in your life, bro. Why are you bringing this up? Why are you speaking about something personal this... to your daughter? Because one thing we're not talking about, one thing we're forgetting, is how it makes his daughter feel because we're they're, we're they're discussing they're discussing this young woman's virginity yeah. you know what i'm saying and Everybody that's like a big thing but you know what i'm saying nobody oh, has, hold on, ain't hold on. Over there. nah fuck all that that's true. nobody had a problem when everybody was talking about kylie's uh virginity her sexual life and she was under the age of 18 yes and fucking around with still had the no, same problem i called tiger a rapist no but nobody was saying but what about kylie what about kylie oh, i was no everybody was saying tiger you nasty tiger no, you nasty nobody was saying nobody was saying i didn't know she was underage when they was are we gonna blame Slow down. Nobody was saying, What about the mom? Everybody, some people were actually saying, I can't believe the mom will let that happen. Going back to the mom and having right. parents mm-hmm. in the household saying no to certain things. And you know, Tiger would say, Well, the family's okay with it, so what's your fucking problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, so everybody, when you are in that in that life of social of like, you know, reality TV and your life, mm-hmm. you literally your life is a movie. And, and T.I. That, had a whole song of My Life, Your Entertainment. Like, and that's what I, I think. <laughs> that's how he lives. We're forgetting yeah. about that aspect. I think there's a switch that goes on with these people in front of the camera, uh, behind the microphone. I think, you know, it was probably done in, in poor taste, but he, you know, he was he was being entertaining when the question was asked. You I know mean, what I mean? And to, I, to me, it highlighted, everybody highlighted the negative. I understand that's what everybody does, right? right. But there was a positive to that in that he's promoting you know uh, that that healthy yeah. lifestyle for she his daughter because there's some women that, that don't go get, yeah. get their checkup all the time. At that age, it's important for her to that's, go because of HPV and things of that nature. That's a stretch. What's how, a stretch? How is she getting HPV? Sex. But how? But if she's not having sex, she could be though. That's the you, funny she, thing. You you, still, she you could still, be. She still could be. <laughs> but he, he he's not going to check for HPV. He made a joke to say he's going to check to, to, check check to make sure her hymen is intact. First of all. Motherfuckers can can break their hymen from running, we horseback riding, hiking. That's why I said this nigga was joking. Which yo. you jump in the you jump in the water too hard, your hymen broken. Listen, it's a lot of women that get ovarian cancer and didn't know because they're not doing their checkups that often. I, there are a lot of women that don't have dads to go with them. I don't to think the I understand that. <laughs> However, <laughs> he didn't say nothing about make sure you get your regular checkups. No. That's what I go with my because of the context in which the question was asked. All of the women you're making is mute. So. That's their fault for asking that question. Ooh, so the, now I'm taking somewhere else. Yes, of course. Nah. You can't you can't give a man a loaded question and the man answers. That's not a loaded question. That was a super loaded question. How is it a loaded question? How, How do you, you have, have that sex talk with your daughter? It's a it's a very serious question. Well, the nigga has like two or three daughters. Let me tell you, not only have I done that, You've had a sex I take talk? it a step further. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and I go to her check. Look. Her yearly checkup. Okay. However, all of the that's, women that's, I've, he, he, but you know what what you said, I is cool. He yes. Just, he not found only, an entertaining not way only have to I say that not his only was a have I been why? having this but conversation. Why? I also go with her yearly do, to her checkup. No, he said I go with her, her hymen is, to make sure her hymen is still intact. Yeah, that sounds so misogynistic. It, it sounds it so misogynistic. It is misogynistic, but that's and that's the problem. It does. And Ti is misogynistic. Come y'all, on, y'all. y'all don't y'all don't hear yes. y'all don't, so y'all don't hear the 
the problems with I this? Think, I it, think most men are misogynistic if that's the, the only problem. No, no, no. That, yeah. That's controlling on a the, different level, bro. Well, no, no, no. no, no yes. Because what happens if she decides, I want to have sex, no, I'm, and I'm, then I don't want you in the room I'm anymore? I'm going based off okay. of how Obi-Wan is trying to put a Until resume then. <laughs> of who T.I. is, right, to say, oh, he's misogynistic oh, because so yeah. he cheated on his wife. So I, yeah, yeah. Like, to that point, I can't do that, there's a lot of niggas who's Are we saying that T.I. is an upstanding guy? No, but we can't speak to who his character is. Exactly. We can't? No. No, not in this. Not in this. this I don't think so. So hold on, hold on. He was talking as a father. Okay, so the fuck out of here. Listen to this. We can't. We can't make. Based off of who we know Ti to be, Ti's the same motherfucker. I don't fucking know. Had a show. He had a show about ushering kids out of drug and violence. And then he went to jail for guns. Like, come on, Ti showed did, himself. So did you I mean, did you hear the story about the guns? T- did how you, you hear about it? What what was was the story? Story? Y'all niggas are so judgmental. How he was on a bike? What was the story? <laughs> they pulled the story, that nigga over. The story was right, oh, and this happens with a lot of artists. This happens with a lot of artists. No, the story is, and he he said this on his podcast. He hired someone to buy guns for him. He gave that nigga $10,000. This hood-ass nigga said, I'm going to go the cheap route, pocket m- majority of this money, and go get some guns. Some dirty got, guns. Yeah, some dirty guns. So when they got pulled over in his truck, he thought the guns were licensed, and it they were not guns. licensed. So that same nigga that he gave the money to that says, I'm going to take care of it, said, I got the guns from T.I. Guess who goes to jail? So how many T. guns did he have? Anyway, you also had silence. We're going, we're going off topic <laughs> yeah, here, yo. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're going off topic. No, you mean to tell me? My, my point is, you're over here. You're judging a man's character. You don't even know the but, fucking but, man, but, yo. Because point, of some shit that you see in the headlines. Get the fuck out of here, yo. You don't know the nigga, yo. These people put their lives on display. We have exactly. No, we don't. Exactly. Just exactly. Talking to the mic because I can't hear you. That's like saying to. That's like saying you can't judge Kanye West and Kim Kardashian after watching. Keeping up with the Kardashians. You just said you yes. don't believe that shit because it's no, not I reality. Don't, but however, to that to that point, to that point, we do have the ability to. I'm not going to do it, but people have the ability to do it because these people put their lives on display and then tell us this is reality. It's not scripted. So somebody else can come along and say, "Well, I'm looking at this. I don't believe it's scripted. So I'm going to take your word for it." Right. So if you a fuck nigga on your show, you must be a fuck nigga in real life. No, niggas can do that shit just for entertainment. Well, I agree with you. See, uh, that's not the context uh, that's so being presented. I guess to you, Ty, just Tyrese, an entertainer. Tyrese said that shit like so, when he was going through that whole shit that was all for entertainment so T.I. is I, I just get, an entertainer he's he is a, a fucking and he's entertainer doing, yo. and he's doing all of this for entertainment I don't know but I'm not going to make a definitive statement about who he is when as I don't a, know them especially so as a say, father but so I can't yeah, say yo. he's misogynistic yeah I don't know him you so can so, no, so, so I can't say he's misogynistic you can do that I'm because because I don't know him personally but I have a question but yet I've seen his I've seen him in in movies I've seen him in interviews I've heard I've seen I've seen the way he's talked come on no I've seen a bunch of shit from T.I. I can Make, I, I, based off of what I've seen You're making from T.I., I, 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 but I, think, I, I based on yes. what T.I. has put out there, because no. I can base it on what he has put that's out wrong. there. You, you, know, you know who does that? That's White wrong. people with black kids. With, with, with black boys, nah, they do that shit. Yo, the they're right. You all lives matter shit a lot. I mean, he, they, however, that's what I, he sound like right now. Yo. Nah. Based on the nigga had a black hoodie on, and I know how these niggas be in the hood. I thought nah. he was gonna rob me. Nah, I didn't say that. Get the fuck out of here. So, so, I didn't, so, I didn't so, say that. I do and have that's a question. Ti has proven himself. So, no, side, note. Not, so not side, note. side note. Absolutely. So side note. Okay. I do have a question for yes. the for the only father in the room. I do have a question because the motherfucker is the only nigga here with kids. So. That we know of. Oh shit! Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, first, so I'm I'm gonna ask you one question and a follow up question. My first question is: If you have a daughter, would you do this? My follow up question to uh-huh. that is: If you decide to do that, are you gonna move the same way with your son? 
Okay. Nope. So this is what I'll say. I would say. I would say this. There's no way to Wait, check a man's hymen. Can you? Uh, can you hear me? <laughs> I can sound hear you. weird. Okay. I can hear you. So first thing I would say is um, I would like to thank my wife and in, in the way she's helped me. Um, process these type of things, right? Okay. When we first got married and the talk of, of, of having a child came up and having a daughter, yeah, I, I was very ignorant on how to move. Yes, I was the same type of nigga that was like, yeah, if my, if I got a boy and a daughter, my son can have, you know, chicks in his room, but my, my, my daughter can't have no shit like that. But after talking to my wife and, you know, just opening my mind on how you, you need to raise your kids a certain way, regardless of, of sex, I wouldn't do that. But how, I would... My biggest thing is to keep an open communication with mm. your kids, whether it's a daughter or, or a son. Because let me tell you, we were all kids. There's certain things that we're going to do that our parents are just not going to know. And we, I was just about to say. Yeah, and there, so there we, is no one definitive way to parent. Exactly. No, you have to parent so accordingly based on the child. Listen, listen. I, I, I dealt with girls who, one, they had strict fathers and they were still wild. And I, had, I dealt with girls who had... Uh, fathers that was Super cool and they were still wilding. Yeah. So just you know, from that perspective, it's kind of like the key is open communication because they're gonna do whatever they want to do because at that point they're gonna feel like they're grown. The best thing you want is if your daughter gets in a situation that's bad, like somebody raped her, somebody molested her, that she feels comfortable enough to come back to mommy and daddy and say, "Look, this is what happened," and then you try to figure it out accordingly. But you know that also. So but speaking to that, point, oh, go ahead. What when you say open communication, open communication to what end? So if it's, it's, if it's in regards to sex, having the sex conversation, like, you know, in my mind, I'll say, you know, there's a, there's a sense of maturity that comes with having sex. I don't really want you to have sex now, but if you do decide you're going to have sex, here's some things to help protect you. I, and you know what? But that doesn't sound like the aspect in which T.I. is coming from. It yeah. sounds like as if he's trying to prevent her from having sex. And a lot sex. of a lot of so, men will do that. That's, that's, sounds not like open, that's not open communication. It sounds like that. But while you were gone, I said... No, everybody parents differently. Yes. There's no one set way to parent. If that's the way that he parents, yeah. he's parenting based on what he believes yeah. works from, from, for his child. Yes. From experience, from experience, my parents didn't give me the sex talk, funny enough. They didn't give none of us a sex <laughs> talk. It was me it was my, it, it's, it's, it's just funny to hear it because it was it was a mic that gave me the sex talk. And what he just said is exactly the talk. He, he's, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was a conversation. You shouldn't be doing this, but if you're going to do it, this is what you need to do. Yeah, and, I mean, and I think that's a good approach. However, I also understand that it might not work for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are hard for you. Especially kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, nonetheless, we, we have grown up, right? And, yeah. And, and this generation, your generation. You probably should have checked your hymen a couple of times. <laughs> your, your generation is a little bit different. But our generation, yeah, it was about, like, oh, if I got a daughter, she ain't doing shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think... Um, Ti is cut from that cloth. I never felt that way. Well, I mean, well, so so a different type of nigga. I so guess. so the cloth yeah, that Ti is cut from, and like the old school cloth is is based on it's you know what was happening in the past, and that yeah. these men were having sex with these women yes. or young ladies and leaving them with a kid. Yeah. So as a as a man, because that's what men think they are, they feel the need to protect. And so this wait, is how wait, he wait, feel wait, like wait. he's. If, I'm not the, justifying no, it. I'm, I'm not, just not saying. saying I'm just saying, yo, the flaw in that is. There's a difference between saying, okay, well, I'm worried you're going to have sex with a random dude. He's going to get you pregnant. There's a difference between teaching contraception versus policing someone's hymen. I understand. Yeah. What, right. what you guys are saying is not what T.I. was saying. You know what I saying? heard. Like, if the nigga would have gotten on the podcast and said, I'm, I'm stressing her to use condoms, birth control. And, and we're I'm speculating cool. now, but all I heard were jokes. We are. All yeah. I heard were jokes. Me too. 
I'm I sorry. heard jokes. Me I mean, too. I heard jokes, but I definitely, like J. Cole said, all good jokes contain, contain true shit. And that's what I, it was for me. I heard the jokes, but I also was like, nah, this nigga's yeah. real. He's being serious. Yeah. But I, I, look, I heard that. And if he is, maybe daughter, they had a deal. I, I know, right? daughter unfollowed him on social media. <laughs> yes, she did. So this must have impacted well, her. Because yes. she, and she's a college student. Because he embarrassed her. But yes, yes, 100%. I, I would promise you this. Parents will always Just embarrass their fucking kids. And their wives, too. Well, no, that's Lord. not because that's not Tiny's daughter. I don't think she cares. I'm talking. Oh, about it's how, not. I'm talking no. about. It's not. But I'm talking about how he embarrassed Tiny. I'm just saying, yo. I, I'm going back to my statement about who Ti is. You well, say you, you don't say, know Ti. You so. say this was just jokes, but to me, this is oh, how Ti is always sound a little been. holier than Dow right exactly. now. Holier than Dow about what? <laughs> about Ti. Yeah. Yo, you don't even know this nigga. Yo. <laughs> so first of all. <laughs> No, I've, I've gone back and forth with with Ti. I said I've said good things <laughs> oh, about oh, Ti. Oh, you talk about Ti. This nigga talking to Ti personally. That's what I thought you meant. But what was, well, the, okay. what so was the good I've, thing you I've, said I've, about Ti? I hear uh, about a lot of stuff that he's spoken up for. But then I've also you said I've also but then and, you, and then you shit it on the shout out. I've also when was the shout out? No, I'm saying you shouted him out and then you shit it on the shout out right after. I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about in general. In general, I've said I've supported Ti and the things that he's done and said, and I've also called him out. On what I thought to be was was fuck shit. Yeah, mentioned the whole thing with the guns and getting arrested after doing a show. I thought that was fuck shit. I stopped listening to you him after all saying? them arrests. But he I, kept I, I, I wasn't him. I, and, and he, I don't I, care. I think this. I made is, my decision. I think this. I think the way and I didn't say what he's doing is distasteful. I said the way in which he's talking about it is distasteful. Right, but you also came on this platform and you try to put his past with what he did today. And make a judgment statement of who he, who his character is, and I don't align myself based, with shit like based that. Based off like, of what we he's don't know portrayed. this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like we, that's no, we, fine. We but, do that all the time I mean, on the podcast. At, at the end of the I, day, I don't understand why all of a sudden now is an issue. Yo. What what the fuck? Like I said, at the end of the day, I think I think that because they put so much content about their personal lives out there, right. that's all had, this is. People had the permission. In my yeah. opinion, okay. to make these judgmental statements, so so it's crazy because we have the same mindset. But I also understand what Obi Wan is saying because they put this content out there and they're saying well, you uh, interpret it how you want. And right. this is how and he has the ability to do and, that and too. Exactly. For the record, if he's not the one doing it, the news is doing it. I remember I was sitting on the plane today, flying back, and there was a lady right next to me, and it was like. Uh, just married, but there's trouble in paradise. And in my mind, I was like, "Damn, celebrities go through a lot of shit. Yeah. Marriage is hard as fuck alone Word. without other people in it." Not to talk about the fact that it's the fucking media fanning the flames and shit. Like, so it's like to me, it's like, okay, he's in the public eye. Right. Sometimes he and conducts himself as a man in the public eye, and sometimes I mean, he gets flack for it. Sometimes he, he dropped you know, the ball on this one. Yeah, so, he did. See, I, I, I he, think he so, did. Yeah. He it was distasteful. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, and, I agree with oh, you there. And, and, now you guys say that. After and, and, you say we can't make. I the fuck am I having podcasts? Hold on. I said what he did was distasteful, but the reason why. I'm okay with it is because T.I. is a public figure. Period. So he has Obama came out and said the same shit about Sasha and Malia? We, we Obama has said some shit that I don't fuck with. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just not going to tell somebody how to parent. I mean, I'm, a, Who's a, telling them how to parent on this podcast? I mean, when you say... Well, the people that were... Yeah, I'm not really saying that you are. I'm just saying in general, you know, like, how, how, how he doing stuff, that's how he, want, that's how he chooses to do that. And... and, and from the show, from what I've seen, they are a very open family, so, and so they I don't talk about this type. You know what? I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not going to tell anybody how to parent. I'm not yeah, a parent. Yeah. I'm not a parent. But I. I think that as men, we need to do our best and try to put ourselves or understand 
the situations in which we put women in, right? We need to do better. And this, to me, right. honestly, looks like a situation, even though he is her parent, where he's he's trying to control her and what she does with her body. And we see that too much with men doing that to women. <sighs> to, I, I, hold on. I got to stop you there. Men do that to women, yes. We don't see it often that men do it to their daughters. In his mind, okay. and I'm just speculating yeah. here, I'm in his mind, he may be thinking that, yo, I am doing the best because I've seen my dad didn't even do that with my, with my sisters, and they were out here in these streets making bad mistakes, and now their lives are fucked up. I don't want that to happen to my but daughter. I'm going to do this. Again, speculating, right. but what I mean, we do oh. know is that some of these fathers are not in their daughter's lives. Yes. But not, not only that. I mean, he So he be- may think that he's doing better than most and the, the question was in regards to his daughters but who knows he could be just as controlling with his boys we don't know that because it true. wasn't asked it's true but i i feel like i did hear some stuff i can't remember i gotta look it up maybe i'll bring look it up and say that in which he didn't parent his daughters the same way he does his sons and where he gave his sons a little bit more freedom than he does his daughter and, you know and unfortunately that is always thinking i was saying earlier like when I first got married in the conversation about kids, you know, whether it's a boy or a girl, that's that was my mentality. It was my wife that had to say, hey, you, you got to be careful on how you do things. But I think a lot of men, you know, their mentality before they have a kid is like, oh, man, because they know how they, they dealt with those girls who were that age that were acting crazy. But, you know, they're they, they afraid that that shit going to happen to their daughter. So the first reaction is to how can I control the situation? When in reality, you really can't. You know, your kids yeah. are going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I tend to hear this a lot, but in my belief, you can't parent a boy and a girl the same way because of the world, because of society. Women are not going around trying to rape men. If that were the case, maybe it would be... I said women in general. If you look at the, if you look at the prison... Of the people that are rapists, if you look at the profile of rapists, they're not women; they are men. Now, maybe that's because men don't come out and say that they were raped yeah, by right. women. We're not saying it doesn't happen. Not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying like the probability is that men are trying to rape women. Right. That's just a fact that we know about. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I agree, so it's, I agree with that. So, from a protective perspective, to, from a protective perspective, you're going to be like, okay, I want to protect my daughter from doing that. To a to a guy. Rape is like the worst shit that could ever happen to himself or to anybody he loves. Like on the real, like oh, to a to a woman that he loves. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't even go as far as killing, but it's like rape. People get like really like they feel a way about it. I've talked about it before. Why is it that you know they can show on TV all the time? People getting shot, people getting killed, and that's okay. But the moment is the rape scene. People are cringing. To me, it's because it's like one of the worst shit that could possibly happen to anybody. So I can understand somebody wanting to protect somebody from that happening. I can understand that. The way they go about it may not be the best way. Right. But to them, they're doing the best that they believe is the best way to go about doing it. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and you know, the fact of the matter is we really don't know. But, you know what I'm saying, they asked him a question. He made what I think was a bad joke about his daughter's virginity. Now, she mad? Sure. I'm sure this is not going to be the last time she's mad that her father embarrassed her on fucking social media, whatever the case may be. And it's based on society because the conversation that men are having with their sons, black fathers are having with their black sons, are not the same conversation they're having with their with their black daughters. They're not they're telling their black sons, cops, I, I watch don't, out. I don't, don't fall into gangs. Don't do this. Don't do that. I don't think Unfortunately things are different in society based I, on society. I don't I'm not saying it should be the same conversation. It's it's just a different a different length of elite of leash. 
and and then also i mean i don't know how it could be seen as a joke when he told a whole story about how he does it too in my opinion it was a joke so the story was a joke he said it jokingly I mean, we don't know, yo. Like, we're not, we're not, All we're not, we're not able to fact check. What he, yeah, he probably goes to the OBGYN with her. I think we, what people have a problem with this is delivery. We can't fact check it, but he not put the it fact out, that he does it, but the but, delivery but of he, it. He put it out there, yo. He put it out there to be scrutinized, and he put it out there in a the manner that he did, and he hasn't come back and said anything. So he he put <laughs> oh, it out there to be scrutinized. I was just about to say, you know, the one person that doesn't give a fuck about what everybody say. Because so, he gonna do what he wants to do. And I think that proves my point. This was kind of that's fucking Ti. Does this, kind Does this of, count as uh, the conversation we had um, last episode about the cancel culture? And because we don't really know, no, like nobody's canceling Ti. Nobody's canceling. They were trying yeah. to. Right? No, nobody's a. That's at the end of the this day. This is cancel culture. Really everybody's cares. overreacting. Yeah, this is like, oh, this is wild, and they gonna go the fuck on about their day. And then plus, he ain't really putting music out there. I mean, because if if it was me, if I had to do a, 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 a interview, an interview like in, on this, I was I would say in all seriousness. You know, to make it serious. Yeah, let's make it serious. Let's yeah, take the jokes yeah. out of it. Let's take things out of it. Be be legit. And if he keeps trying to crack jokes, sometimes people crack jokes just because they're uncomfortable. I mean, what about the women that were there to ask the question? They was laughing the whole time. No, that was yeah. uncomfortable. And they, and they put a statement out. Apologizing. That, was, that was uncomfortable. I don't. Know but women, I, I I listen. They put, I, and they I, put, I, it, they put yeah, a statement there out. There was pressure. On I have found, found that women laugh when, when they're uncomfortable. I learned too. A woman told me this. Yeah, a woman told me too. I know they do, but I'm I'm just saying. Well. We, did you see the video? You just hear Based off what you heard, you think they were uncomfortable. Yeah, because as they were laughing, you're like, you're the worst. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was the truth. <laughs> yes. But they, they were laughing as they were saying, you're the worst. I can't believe you. You're trying to control her. You're trying to own her. But then She's they, in prison but then they go, as they they're laughing. The, they put the episode out, though. I mean, they, they recently took it down, but they did put the episode out. Oh, I don't know why they took it down. Well, because cause they got... Screw so me. much flat. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like yeah, it already, they, it's yeah. in the, it's in the world. Once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah, you can't take it. You can't. Oh uh, no! Watch the has internet. It <laughs> it's the internet. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's a wrap. Yeah. Well, you know, Matt, didn't we not just pull it up? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Like that's just true. own it. Like fuck it. Like like Disney owned their shit. It was like, hey, listen. We got some movies in Disney Plus, and oh, they, they got yeah, in front true. of that shit. They're like, yeah. we know. That is in this current climate in society, it's not going to be the same. But back then, it was blah 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 blah. And and now the conversation is like, well, why don't y'all just get rid of those movies, or why don't you just take that stuff out and blah 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 blah? But they got in front of it. Speaking of that, Disney Plus is fire, by the way. I don't know if y'all know, but Verizon, you know Disney was racist, right? Yeah, y'all should cancel Disney. Uh, Verizon people get Disney Plus for free for a year, just an FYI. I thought it was six ninety nine or some shit like nope. that. Verizon FiOS or wireless? Just try, it, motherfucker. <laughs> you gonna see? Really though? <laughs> wireless, I know. Oh good, yeah. So uh, let's move on to even heavier shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh, it's gonna be short. Is it? I don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about it. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not really a fan of the uh, the death penalty, and and one of the reasons why is um, I feel like the you know the judicial system is is flawed, and it's it's hard to make that type of definitive decision about somebody's life when you know there's there's possibilities that um that person that has been put to death for a crime didn't do that crime, especially within uh, people of color. And uh, recently there's been a lot of buzz about uh, a man named Rodney Reed who was uh, sentenced to, who was supposed to be sentenced to death coming this coming week. And um, there were new evidence, um, his lawyer said, 
saying that he didn't commit the crime. Sentenced to death or actually executed. Or ex- they stayed his execution, right? Yeah, he was yeah definitely yeah. about to be gone. Yeah. So um, because of that, you know, there was a lot of people, including celebrities, uh, signing, it's not a reform, what is it, a petition to, to get the governor to hold his... His stay ex- his execution. Yeah, stay his execution. So they were successful in doing that. And, you know, right now there's no date for his execution as they try to process this. And, you know, we've had plenty of talks on this episode, I mean, on this podcast about, at least I have, about my issues with, you know, the judicial system. And I just think things like this is a, is a, is a good reason why we can't just be sentencing people um, to be executed. There's so much, and 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 you know sometimes putting people in jail is for personal gain. Like it's it's very tricky. So anyway, um, what do you guys think about you know what's going on? So the story, what's the background of the story? This happened how many years ago? Uh, sentenced in 1998 for 1998. Murder. Yeah, for a murder that was supposedly done of his wife, right? Stacy Stites. Yeah, I don't think it was his wife. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was his wife. I don't think it was his wife. Oh, it was the wife of somebody else that was a cop that he was having an affair with. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know the full story. Yeah, I, I think I read, I, I heard this on the on the side about about on the Joe Button podcast. But there was a lot that went into this, uh, into the into his uh, conviction. You know what? And like that, his, that cop was the cop also was corrupt. yeah, the cop was corrupt. He actually went to jail for um, for uh, some it, kind of abuse on a was woman, it rape or something, something like that. Yeah. But you know the 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 mother. The parents of the uh, of the victim, you know, they didn't want to believe that a cop could possibly have anything to do with the murder of their daughter because, you know, I guess they loved him as a son-in-law, right, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy that was having an affair with her, but they had zero proof, really got, you know, tried and convicted. And uh, they actually, nowadays, I think they found uh, forensic evidence mm-hmm. saying that there's no way that this guy was the one that killed uh, this woman. So why are you I'm laughing? Sorry, uh, I'm not laughing at this story. So yes, right. He was having an affair with the with the woman who was married to a police, police officer. officer. Right. Yeah, he just got out of jail. Okay, the guy in 2018. The, what the, the cop? Police officer. Yeah, yeah. Her husband just got out of jail in 2018. Yeah. You know why? Why? <laughs> For kidnapping a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I said some kind of abuse yeah, yeah, on a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was rape, but yeah. Yeah. And yet, the parents, even after, and the parents of the victim, even after he was convicted for that, just don't believe that he could possibly have done it to their daughter. Yeah. And, and so, that's what I'm saying with these type of things, man. Like, how can you just go through this whole process and say, okay, we're going to, you know, execute this man? Like, that whole shit just sounds fishy. Yeah, I mean, the law got to change, man. I yeah. think, like, when, when it comes to, to things of this nature, there has to be, like, definitive, like, conclusive evidence of a forensic nature, in my opinion. Is there ever going to be? That's what I'm saying. Definitive? It rarely is, right? Like, but you know what? Even that is dangerous, man, because even with forensic evidence, there's so much margin for error yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and like, witness. not But, like, just, like, I don't say tampering. No, like no tampering. Chain of evidence. Chain yeah. of process. Yeah, yeah, chain yeah, of custody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, funny enough, I'm actually in a forensics class right now. One uh-huh. of the biggest things is chain of custody. Yeah, yeah, and motherfuckers can fuck up. People fuck yeah. that shit up like, all the time. That's what happened thing. with, uh, isn't that what happened with Tom Brady and who handled, um, was it Tom Brady? Some football player who was uh, doing steroids and how it was, it was handled. And because it was handled incorrectly, the evidence was inconclusive. But oh, oh by the way, sometimes they tell people to handle that shit improperly yeah. so that it can, it be, can be fucked up. But so. even even more so than that, that scares the fuck out of me, is if if, if in a crime they take so-and-so's DNA, they take the, the killer's DNA, and then they take my DNA, and somebody mixes that shit up, now I'm going to jail because they think my DNA is the killer's would, DNA. Would you say that there was 
um, foul play on the part of the prosecutors in this? Can I prosecute the case? I don't know. What right. I what I will say uh-huh. about that is I think prosecutors are often I think prosecutors sometimes are motivated by getting a win. Right. Absolutely. True, right? And so they they put forth things that are not they always say, you know, without without a doubt, right? Yeah. But who's making the determination that it's without a doubt? Jurors, right? <laughs> People are uneducated about the the system people are uneducated about the law that's I mean, what the judge is supposed to be there for but but yeah. but the judge is not the one making the ver like choosing the verdict right it's it's supposed to be the jurors unless unless the situation is just so, so ungodly yeah, yeah if, that the, if, he, if, that if the, if the, the jurors don't do a good in. job the right. judge can step in and right. overturn it but based that's, on that, that's not the happening that right provided. and so people who who don't really understand what it means without a doubt are making a determination on this, and then they're just they're gonna give you the max if you're black because well, the, cause the judge doesn't want to be the one to catch that flat. Right. For it. So I think well, you know we 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 dislike the judicial system when it's wrong, but are we disliking the judicial system when we as those who 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 are part of this society one don't do our due diligence just because maybe we don't show up for that uh, jury duty, but two we we not we're not educated enough to be able to sit in a jury hear evidence, make a determination, hear the facts, and say, yes, without a doubt, this is the case. Well, that's, that's part of the system being flawed, right? <laughs> right. You is know, it? I, I, I think so because I think, you know, to what uh, Mike was just about to say, maybe, maybe not, but you ask people to be good citizens and yeah. come and do jury duty, but not once, not once is there a course in how to be a juror, not once is there a course into letting you know the full length and breadth of the law. If that were the case, if you're going to raise people to be part of the judicial system, be good citizens and all that shit, from fucking first grade, you should be teaching them how the fucking law works. Not, but not, they don't want that to happen. But it's supposed to be common sense and people are dumbasses. No, no but, but it's but not, not common not sense. Not only that, these, these lawyers are selecting juries that are going to support Of course, it's narrative. a game. Now they start playing the wait, game. So it's all to win a case, but not wait, actual. But wait. Both lawyers can choose their jurors, right? I yeah, mean, right, so but what, you, I, I guess what is what is the most, I, what do I want to call it? The most equal method in which, because there's no, there's never going to be a hundred percent where we're going to do this a hundred percent right. So what's the best way to do this? You have both sides choose jurors. The jurors are dumbasses. <laughs> they don't know anything. They don't know the law. And then you present your argument. We're going to allow these dumbasses to hear that information and go with it. I mean, what are the what is the better way to do of doing this? Uh, you know, I, I don't know that, and that's the thing. But just what you were saying with the jury selection is not as easy as both sides, because there was a case in um, Alabama where a prosecutor was was manipulating the way the the defendant was able to choose their juries. They, they called it jury. Jury Mandarin. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, something, yeah, something like Jerry that. Mandarin? Or prejudice, jury prejudice. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because every if it was every black person that was selected, there was an issue with that, and so he was able to to remove that. But that's where the judges supposed, well, technically speaking, how it's supposed yeah, to but, work is the judges. But it's just kind of like it's, it's a it's like a, a brotherhood, if you will. Like they're not going to go against you know the prosecution or whoever is doing something wrong because they just don't do that. It's kind of like police don't call out other bad police. You know what I mean? Like you gonna back up your, your people? Have, well, no, we're not even going. You looking it up? 
No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. So, so yeah, I mean, this this whole thing is and is unfortunate, but I'm glad you know some people stepped up. Kim Kardashian is one of those people who was who was involved again mm-hmm. in this process, and you know, kudos to, kudos to her for what she's been doing recently with with See? trying to. See. Yeah, now we're giving shout-outs to Kim Kardashian. Continue. <laughs> I mean, but she has been a big, like... Yeah, recently, yeah. She's and, been, like, freeing a lot of people. Not yeah. just not just young people. But it ain't doing, her. doing the due diligence. You know, well, well, it's not just her. It's not yeah, just her. Yeah, it's a team it's not of just people, her. right? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully uh, they can really figure out what really happened and, you know, let the results speak for itself. Um, so, yeah. So, so what was this? I think you were trying to say about the death penalty and it probably should be taken off the table, especially I, I, when there's just so much out there if you don't have inconclusive evidence. Yeah, I, I believe so. Because to me, I think the system is flawed. And how can you put people to death within a flawed system? It doesn't make sense. There's a lot of people in jail right now who are innocent. Obviously, there's a lot of people in jail who actually committed a crime that said they're mm-hmm. innocent. But there are a lot of people in jail who are actually innocent. Um, and, you know, it, we can go down a rabbit hole how – they use this system to, to put black people in a hole and whatever, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, like, you can't be doing stuff like that when you don't have a definitive answer. It's scary. It's, it's, it's really scary. One of us could be fighting for our lives on something that we didn't do. And if you don't have the right resources and stuff to, to actually give yourself a chance, they just put you in a hole. And you got to count your days until you're gone. I agree, but um, I was gonna say, I'm going to say two things on that. I don't think they should take the death penalty off of the... Uh like, I don't think they should take it away. And two, we actually don't have it as bad because in like China, <laughs> they're not given a date for their death. Them motherfuckers just pull up like, yeah, today's the day. <laughs> yeah, let's compare ourselves to the worst of the worst. <laughs> I mean, that's real. <laughs> I'm just saying, but but to my greater point, I don't think they should take the death penalty off of the um the table. I just think that it should be for very rare, rare cases. In my opinion, death should be on the table for cases like terrorism or for when we know without a doubt. To this this motherfucker like people like Jeffrey Dahmer when we we caught these people in the act they need to die I'm I'm sorry to say but there are just some people in this world that don't need to be here no more and and it's it's terrible to say but the death penalty also brings a level of closure to families because in my opinion without things like the death penalty motherfuckers would be seeking justice on their own you know what I'm saying like it's just it, 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 it's a slippery slope, in my opinion because it's like this person killed your family member and as the state we're assuring you that we're going to take this person from this world because they took your family member away. You know what I'm saying? Where the opposite is, well, fuck that. Y'all not going to kill him. I'm going to kill this motherfucker and then the 10 people guarding him because they're in the way. You know, and it, it just creates yeah, I mean, bullshit. It's, it's, it's definitely- only like five states that still have the death penalty, though. Is it? Texas is, Texas is one of them. <laughs> Everybody knows fucking Texas. I think it's like Texas, New York, uh, probably Florida. Alabama? Probably. <laughs> Maryland don't got the death penalty? So Alabama, Arizona, of course, Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Alabama, uh, Arkansas, Cal. It seems like it's a lot. Colorado, California, Florida, Georgia. So they may still have it, but I don't believe they that don't they're actually it. exercising. Um, they're actually performing those those deaths. Oh yes, it says legal in twenty nine so states. 20, yeah, twenty nine. Yep. Damn, that's a lot of states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shit, more than half. It's like red states too. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and Maryland anyways. is not one of them. Wait, so Maryland does not have the death penalty? No. Well, is that is that giving you ideas? No, not at all. <laughs> the fuck? Li- the life life in prison is still like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So you know. Anything else, guys? You? Your energies. I mean, you. I mean, 
Our energy? No, sir. You've been watching your fucking game, and you ain't been a-miking. All right? Actually, I'm, Actually yes. I'm preparing for the shout out. Oh, so, oh okay, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but you, are we doing this Lakeith Stanfield thing or I, who's? It's not mine. It? My topic. So who's who's is it? it has yeah. no name on it. I mean, yeah, uh, we can talk about the Lakeith Stanfield. So mm-hmm. that's the uh, the dude from Get Out, not Daniel Kaluuya, but uh, the other guy <laughs> that was like Get Out. Guy with the glasses. He played in uh, He's a movie in ATL. recently. It's ATL. The show, not the movie. And he was recently in another movie. Uh, the movie with... Um, fuck. Issa Rae, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the movie Issa Rae. I can't remember what it is. But um, he called out He called out uh, black media. And he said uh, he called out Shade Room, Lipstick Alley, which I don't know who that is. It's uh, like... Yeah, I know. Uh, Breakfast Club, World Star, and uh, many others. He called them basically anti-black. And, because? Uh, well, I can read it. I can read the whole thing. I think it was because they only promote all the. Negativity. It seems like they promote the negativity of the black culture, and they never do a lot of uplifting of the black culture. And he basically said they're white supremacists. <laughs> which, which when he said that, made me feel good about our our platform because we definitely <laughs> try to highlight the good that uh, people of color do on our shout out. So yeah. But I, I feel like he missed a, a whole lot of others, like black people. I mean, yeah, I, I think he was just world. naming, you know, a Major few that, that that stand out. But yeah, probably people would have had some shit to, or or two to say about him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but the shade room also does post like thing like good things about black people. But they all do. Yeah, but it's just. I mean, they all do. Yeah, they post things that are black. So, so you gonna go ahead and read what? Um... So he said, uh, "It's the fact that there." He said, "It's a fact that a lot of these platforms are usually." or tend to be feeding grounds for negative reinforcement toward black nonconformists. They bolster faux vanity and hold a white supremacist scope over black men and women, often highlighting negative attributes and downplaying mind-expanding ones. They serve as a bottomless they serve as a bottomless coward consumption pit in digital audio Someone or otherwise slave mentality museums. And then he said at all you want. You agree or disagree? First of all, wow. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think that there's a lot of uh, media platforms that that don't do, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for, that are not responsible in how they portray um, people of color that you would think, you know, because they are, I guess, media of color as well, that they would do a better job. I do, I do feel like there's some truth to what he's saying. I mean, absolutely there's some truth, right? Love and hip hop, right? Basketball wise, all those shows, there's some right. truth to what he said. But um, so Charlemagne had a response. So I liked his response, and he said, "See, he said, see, as a black man, it's safe to go to black outlets, but you would never fix your mouth to any <laughs> of the white outlets to do the same damn thing, right? So who's the real coward? And I, I mean, I think there's there's truth to that as well. Yeah, we as black people always want to call out each other, right? And we always want to do it publicly, but yet we don't want to call out." those of us who are not part of that community who are doing it to us. I mean, because we've been seeing it in white we, white media I, but or I think, anything non-black media. I think with that, it's already known, though. With so, the black media thing, this may be like a reveling, uh, a revelation for most people. Like, oh, shh. There's a lot of black yeah. celebrities that end up on those pages that don't like those pages. You're right. No, no. They all use those pages. They don't like it when it's negative about them. 
Well, but yet people they like all Cardi B they, said, "Don't post shit about me." Yeah, she posted yeah, a, a cease and desist, and they are been they have been and she, and up until the point what they were saying some fuck shit about her. But before that, she was pushing that and peddling that. Was she? Yeah, and so I I, I, I guess my my thing with it is like you have an issue with what these black media are doing, but yet you're calling them out versus going on there and having a discussion with them because they are in they are in a position in which. Black pe- a lot of black people are not or a lot of black people want to be in right they are an outlet for black people and we have to keep them I think we I think we have there's a level of keeping it strong and a level of keeping it safe even though we may have some issues with it and I'm not saying that you shouldn't call out those issues but it goes back to who and how you're calling out other black people so publicly in a way that's just like you called them white you basically said they white supremacists like yeah, I want to know like what's behind <laughs> behind what made him say that. I'm, I'm trying to find it. But yeah, he has he has a video. It was it was mad long. I didn't I didn't really listen to it. After Charlemagne said what he said and made him the donkey of the day, he yeah. then came back with another video um, about it. You know? But like, I mean, the question to question their blackness because they they I guess they do push stuff about black people that could are seen in a negative way that is that i mean that is something to talk about but you know what they do say that about white media they say that about cnn they say that about ms they say that about msnbc and you know their response is well i report the news i mean so if if that is out there and if it's being put out there i'm gonna report it because i'm gonna report on those that are part of my constituency however i will so i will i guess I'll, I play the devil's advocate. I, did any of you guys see his last Breakfast Club interview? With it was it was a while ago, right? It was like last year. Okay, no, I didn't see it. So I watched it and I was extremely disappointed. This is a very talented young man. First of all, I guess I'll, I'll give the shout out plug. Do you know he's Nigerian or half Nigerian? I, I thought know. so. Yeah, he is. But I didn't like know his, if that was real. Yeah, his father's Nigerian. He says it on the Breakfast Club. But okay. so he has like a lot of like different avenues like available to him that he's like pursuing and on the breakfast on the breakfast club they were like very patronizing and just kind of like brushing him off and not really taking him seriously and it's very unfortunate so i feel like a lot of this is coming from that sort of place mm-hmm. where he's he's touring these black medias and they're just like yeah they're, they're looking for they're a story just that's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah they're looking for negative stories because well, like, he's, he's giving them all of these positive Which is true people stories, have said that before positive things that right. you know he's doing because he's like a movie star he uh he's an he's intellect pursu- as you know well. what I'm saying? he's, he's, he's here's an uncle drew that's where yes. it was He's very intellectual. He's pursuing a lot of different aspects. And on the Breakfast Club, they weren't really worried about that. They were just like nonchalantly cracking trying, jokes. Trying to get and, to the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I'm not really here to talk about that. I'm trying to promote my brand. I'm trying to show you all the positive right. things going on. And so I feel like something like this has been brewing in him for a while. So, and that's why I say like, you know, there's some truth to what he's saying because there has to be some responsibility that some of these uh, black media or, or media of color when they have this platform, they use it, you know, wisely. And I feel like, yeah, Charlemagne's right. They do do a lot of stuff to promote um, black culture and, and show people of color in a good light. But at the same time, you know, are, are you are you doing enough? Like here's, like you said, here's a man who was trying to promote what he was, what he deems to be positive in the black community, and you cracking jokes. And they do crack jokes. I mean, even sometimes with the donkey today, is 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 showing people of color. It's not always people. I know of it's color, not always yeah. people of color, but I'm just saying he's highlighting. But if they're, certain things. if they're not discriminating, 
then it's no big deal. Then why? Not it's no big deal, yo. Like, but I, I, it's not if they're not discriminating. Then Charlemagne's point: you gotta call out. You gotta call everybody out. Not just not just not right. just the black outlets. But I guess, I guess he's saying, and it seems a bit salty, yo. But it seems like I guess what he's saying is highlighting the positive, the way you highlight the negative. Like I said, one thing that we that I appreciate that we do on this platform, which is nearly not as big as as those, is that we do highlight positive people of color of things that they do. And what do you do when we try shit on it? You chuck yeah, us a meter. So yeah. so so we feel that. These outlets, World Star, uh, well, World Star, uh, of course, uh, oh, yeah. you know about World Star, <laughs> but, but at least Breakfast Club and the Shade Room are highlighting positive black things that are happening for black people. Sometimes they do, but but we, we, we can but say we, it's, we can say it's fifty fifty. Yeah, right? we know they're here for the fuck shit though. Okay, and maybe he's saying he shouldn't be here for the fuck shit at all. But right? so, I, and I get where he's coming from, but it seems a bit salty. Yo. It reminds me of the whole Ray J shit, yo, right? When Ray J was saying he was going to do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and nobody took him seriously. He had an indoor and court look, and an outdoor and court. look where he is now, yo. Yeah. Who, yo, go out there. Ray J made the Breakfast Club pop too. And by pro, the way, improve these, <laughs> improve these people wrong, and then come back and say, you remember when we had this conversation? And you wasn't trying to hear me out. Like it, I think there's always a better way to do some of these things. And I think that I honestly think that I feel like he's going to regret what he said. And and he's not going to come back and speak on it. But I feel like he didn't need to. I feel like he's going to regret what he said because there's a better way to come out and do it as opposed to as I said when you call when you start calling black media white supremacists. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it, it's a very strong I, statement, I, very extreme. He did however. what he had to do. Maybe he got them to put a mirror in front of themselves and take a no, look at themselves. Charlemagne definitely did not. He no. didn't really call them white well, because, supremacists. He said because, they hold a scope. Because Charlemagne is fucking self righteous. That's why he, is. he yeah, thinks he does so much great in the community, which yeah. he does. But except when you do fuck shit, yeah. But what, which he does. So it's a lot. So yeah. to A Mike's point, when you align, when you when you compare something, in my opinion, you're you're somewhat aligning. So when he's saying they're, he's comparing them to white supremacists, he's basically calling them white supremacists. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I think I, he, I, he's saying you're you're putting black people in the view like like the way a white supremacist would do like the scope of a black man or a woman mm-hmm. and how you're highlighting their their negative attributes instead of you know i guess promoting to positivity me though, to me those things don't align right white supremacy is a terrorist group right but highlighting negative things highlighting negative things about black people is is not not showing the positive of black well, we people don't know. i think that's, that's I think just that's as little, damaging I, is it? Yes. Oh. Not highlighting. So only showing the negative side. But so, they're not only doing that. No. So so I'm not speaking about the shade room. More specifically here, I'm speaking about um, World Star. So for me, World Star is just as damaging and just as dangerous yeah. as white supremacy. Who takes World Star seriously? A lot, A lot of, of people. people. And I think the fault is in the people. <laughs> I mean, while you're right, while you're right, they're still demand. Well, they're still supplying that? this demand. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, they're still the supplying media. this demand. That's like saying, well, the fault is in the people who want to buy illegal guns. Yeah, but it's also in the fault of the people selling the illegal guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go on, if you go on World Star, you will be hard pressed, if ever, to find anything positive <laughs> about black people. It's all <laughs> niggas why, fighting. But why are you going on shot? World? Star. Cause, cause people do that, but that you're not what, going to find something positive about black people. You're going to see the fuck shit. You know where you need to go no, but to see the fuck. Essentially, shit, they're though. controlling the narrative of what, what black people are. Exactly. If a white person so, goes to, to World Star, they, what, yeah, what they're what going to see of black people, think, what they're going to think of black people is what is seen on World Star. They, they robbing, they raping, they killing, think, they think fighting. About, think about what Donald Trump did. In order to control the narrative, he had to say 
Fake news, fake news, fake news. Yeah. Now he got his people believing that shit. Is some shit out here in the news that is fake. <laughs> if I say if he if I say it's fake, my people gonna believe it's fake. Yep. Because sometimes you gotta take the power away from the powerful from the because the yeah. media is powerful as hell. As a and they misuse their power. Yeah, uh, okay. I agree with that. I just don't think that World Star ain't putting nothing out there that people wasn't already thinking about black people. But that's kind of the point, but it's uh, but it's the thing called affirmations. Like it's confirming it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's kind of the point. It's the media I, oh, people. Yeah. I, I, and and then and once again to Charlemagne's point, the media has been confirming it for those who think it. But he's only calling out black, black media. media. He's not calling out media in general. Well, I mean, yeah, but everybody knows white media has been painting this negative picture. I guess of black in that people. aspect, yeah. I've, so, I've said it. so you're being bold and you're being brave, but only with your own people. Yes, because who gives a We've, fuck about the white media? So you we know, only need to that's check all, ourselves. That's so, all black people have done since the beginning. I get, of and time. I get that. And you know what? And you know what? And Charlemagne also said this shit. You, you know what was radical? MLK siding with white people and. Going across enemy lines and leading that. So, you know, to me, when black people call out black people and black people shit on black people, like, okay, do something different. <laughs> call out white people. I mean, yeah. Shit on you, white people. Do you know how many people come back now and say MLK was wrong? We should have sided with Malcolm X? Like, a lot of people say that I, now. I guess what I'm trying to say is we view one as being... I, I, my, my point in making that reference is mm. that MLK and Black Panther Party were considered radical, but they were for, for, for the most part status quo. They stuck with black people. They did what black what the black people were doing. MLK stepped on the other side of enemy lines and said, "Let me show y'all how we do it." You get what I'm saying? Okay. So my point is that you said status quo. Were they not just reinforcing black culture within the black community? Like, who? Like you said, the Black Panther. You said I, I don't. I, I don't want to focus on that. Mm. My point is to say that you. I said that we call uh, black people call each other out all the time. Mm. Stop doing the same thing and call out, call out white media. You want to be brave. You want to feel like you're doing something. You want to feel like you're shitting on black people for not doing the right thing. Well, step up and do the same thing with the white media. I, I mean, you're right. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. But I also feel like maybe he thinks that. Um because the black media is is supposed to represent, you know, him, that it's a responsibility to call him out. You know, call, I mean, call them out because they are black media versus calling out a white media that doesn't even give a fuck about you because you don't they don't represent you. It's a lot easier to call people out that you know than it is to call somebody out that you don't know. But I, I've always said on here, I don't like, you know, black people or people of color calling each other out. For the public to see. So in that aspect, I do agree. You know, these are supposed to be side conversations. But I, I just, I, once again, I wonder what led him to, to make these. I think uh, Young Buck alluded to it. I but but did was, somebody ask him again? Like, insulted. this was over a year ago. Did somebody ask him about it? Did he just randomly just come out and say, this is how I feel? You know, we also got to keep in mind, people will bait you with these type of questions, I'm man. I'm about to say. Was and when a, you in the moment, you're going to say some shit like this. Was there a question that preceded this, or did he just I, come I out know. and say this? I, I don't really know. Yeah. But sure. um, I I think um, that's one of the, the the struggles that we have as far as, as black people is how to how to tackle this, this issue. Because he is right, but at the same time. I I don't necessarily one hundred percent agree with his methods and 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 the harshness in which he he came at um, uh, 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 organizations or company doing what their their job is to do. However, they kind of choose to do it. So yeah, well, 
good luck to him. <laughs> and whatever he's trying to do, you know, and I hope that uh, regardless of what he put out here, he still gets some support from the black media. Yeah, only time to tell, though. Um, Anything else before we wrap up? Nah, man. Shout outs. All right. So um, I think one of the earlier episodes uh, I talked to, I spoke about, you know, the squeegee kids and, and I think they're really like all around this, all, all over, you know, different states. Um, I hear people from Philly and other places talk about squeegee kids and um, at first, I was like, "Man, it's better that they're doing that than to, you know, sell drugs or rob people." But then it became <laughs> it became more of an annoyance because, you know, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't just about that. It was like they were destroying the area they were in because they were leaving trash and stuff like that around, and so that was an issue. Well, um, I want to shout out Mika, which is Maryland Institute College of Art, and um, one of their staffers, Kaya Cosby Singleton. He saw a group of kids that was. Um, you know, squeegee kids or whatever, and instead of, like, brushing them off, he kind of, like, got to know them and understand, like, you know, their bond with each other and help them form a business. And I feel like that is what, you know, we should be trying to do, especially people of color. It's like when you see these kids who are trying to make money and go about it in a way that's not necessarily negative, it's, it's, it's trying to, you know, cultivate their idea and make it into something great. And so between the institution and this man... They, you know, helped these kids get together, um, came up with a business plan, even got them a grant, and they started a, a, a water bottle company. And um, let me see if I can pull it up. What's the name of the water bottle yeah. company? Yeah, it's called, uh, well, Corner Boys Enterprises. Um, so Corner with a K. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope, you know what Boys I mean? Boys with a Z. <laughs> yeah. What? No, no, no. You're just right. so you can find them. No, you're right. So anyway, I just thought that was dope what these people were able to do. They had the resources, and they helped out these young men. And at, at the very least, you know, whether this company is successful or not, they will understand the ins and outs of how to uh, create a business and what you need to do to make your business legit. So shout out to them. Yeah, that was a good shout out. Is um because like them them squeegee motherfuckers in Baltimore. Hey, hey, hey. What I'm, not, I'm not shitting on them. I'm talking about the people that actually do the squeegee. They're yeah. getting on my goddamn nerves. Yeah, they are annoying. Yeah, they're getting on my nerves. So it's, it's good to see that they... It led to something. It led to something, yeah, right? Because yeah. you always you always like, yo, go get a job. You out here in the corner, go get right, a job. Right. But, you know, they, they started the business. And it, and it's, it's good for Baltimore, although Baltimore has a very good tap water. So I hear Really? I'm yeah. not going to test that theory. Well, their the water system is good. It's the infrastructure that's bad. Yeah, but that's yeah. in most cases, isn't it? Yeah. So so shout out to them. Any, any more shout outs? So that's it. Are we done with shout outs? I think the great has one. Ah, fuck you. You ain't put my shit on here. Mm. Actually, for clarification. All right. Uh, shout out to Brittany K. Barnett, as well as Me Angel or Me Angel, Cody. Who are these two young ladies? These two young ladies are lawyers, and they are actually the power and the force behind Kim Kardashian's little project. Um, okay. and you know, Kim Kardashian had been getting a lot of flack in the news because people just thought that, you know, it was her seeing an opportunity to, uh, create a brand for herself, make herself look better, whatever the case may be. So be it. But, you know, Brittany K. Barnett and Meandro Cody are the lawyers behind, uh, are the, uh, the powers and the forces behind, you know, um, uh, Kim Kardashian and, you know, what, you know, they, one of them posted something about six months ago just saying that, yo, they've been doing this for a minute and they've been doing it for free and that all that Kim Kardashian did was, you know, shed light on it 
and bring funding for them to continue to do this. So, you know, I just want to shout them out in that, you know, again, talking about starting something and see where it gets you, right? They started this whole project of trying to free people that have been wrongfully convicted or have been got, have been getting high, high charges for uh, what may seemingly be petty crimes and, you know, doing something about it. So, again, shout out to Brittany K. Barnett as well as Manjo Cody uh, for continuing to impact change and being the change they want to see. So, I'm going to make a shout out that I just kind of thought about. And um, A. Mike Boogie is probably going to want to hate, but he can't. Uh, I'm shout out. Uh, I'm shout out Rock Nation, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing with their partnership with um, uh, the NFL. Um, so you know the NFL had their Inspire Change initiative, which was um, uh, where they you know um, said that they would put up different funds. Of, I think it was a hundred million initially to uh, support different social causes, right? Different social groups. And um, part of the deal with Jay-Z and Rock Nation is that they would kind of manage um, to make sure that that's being done. Um, and I just kind of want to, I, I want to shout out Rock Nation for being, for taking, for taking that on when um, everybody kind of saw that as a dead end. And um, one of the things that, that um, when, so Rock Nation announced that there were three people that would, you know, be advocates. It was Meek Mill, it was Rhapsody, and there was one other person I can't remember. And they, um, they the one of the first things they did actually was just make inspire t-shirts and inspire apparel right inspire change apparel and i saw it i saw it um i was reading the article and it was getting shitted on um because they were talking about oh this is what they did to make change and blah 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 and i just want to say well this is the first step in what i believe will be many steps towards that and we can't shit on something that's those proceeds are going to go towards these you know you talked about how kim kardashian is funding two black women am i correct yes sir uh, uh blavity and what they're doing um sorry not is not, that blavity was just the news media that uh sorry britney k barnett and me angel cody yeah sorry and what they're doing to um to help get these inmates out of out of jail or get pardoned they needed they needed funding and so this is you know even putting out this apparel out there is just going to be funding that's going to go to these um, organizations to continue to do what they do because there are already a lot of social, uh, a lot of uh, organizations out there fighting for social justice for black people that are doing things that don't have the funding and eventually they just kind of go away. So even just taking this little step and putting out apparel that people can buy and be part of something that they believe in to help um, these organizations continue to do that. I'm going to shout out Rock Nation for that because we're all wondering what they're doing. I think this is a small thing but it is still something that they are doing. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I'm not going to shout that at all. Um, shout out to all of them. You know, uh, anything that's positive for the, the community, especially the black community, is always, uh, you know, a dope thing. So shout out to all of them. I guess that is it for episode 54. So, um, or should I say 54, 55. Yeah, I get it mixed up, whatever. Yeah, shout out listeners. Did yeah. you do that already? No, no, go ahead. Go you've ahead. been shouting out everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Make sure. Shout out our listeners, first time and last time listeners. Um, you know, spread the word. Let people know we're a dope, dope podcast. Um, and yes, this, sir. This was episode 55 of the EBS podcast. We out. Peace. Yep. Yep to do.